0: Another Dartme Bot podcast here. We're recording on Friday night again. Um, coming, coming to you a little late, but again, chance for you to listen to this before you sit down and make plays uh, for the Saturday college football card. That being said, I'm joined here by three others: um, Rhino, uh, one of the usuals, uh, guy, my friend, making his first appearance on the season two of the Dartme Podcast. You heard him in season one, and then. Uh, Muff Punts Grawl. They use Dart Me Podcast debut. D- Muff Punts Grawl, or MPG. Um, so, uh, Muff Punts Grawl, why don't you just tell Dart Me, our hacker nation, how you got the name Muff Punts Grawl?
1: So, when we uh, first started really gambling hard as a group, our first college football season, I think like the first four or five bets that I had. There was a muff punt or special teams error that blew a cover for the first four games, and it was just an all-time bad run of luck. There. It was not great.
0: Yeah. So, and then then we kind of uh, donned you our special teams expert, and every time you get a gut feeling, there's muff punts coming. I mean, we just, we just have to look out for it.
1: Yeah, it happens a lot. Where I just get unlucky or sometimes lucky i had one the other week where the bounce went my way
0: <laughs> that's, good. that's good hopefully hopefully more of that this weekend too um that be and also rhino how are we doing today uh pretty good
2: pretty good uh wrap it up for another weekend i've been hot with the steam teas with the rhino steam teaser so yep uh, stay
0: tuned that will be coming later in the pod today. Yep, we'll touch on that for sure, for sure. And then, guy, my friend, how are we doing tonight? I'm doing, I'm doing
3: fantastic. I'm on uh, Iowa tonight. They're looking good. Uh, I would like the under to hit, so stop scoring. But um, Muff Punskral, we it, that that whole thing made us realize like how many times just special teams in college football just screws up, like, and it's guaranteed every Saturday. That's something, yeah.
1: You know, no matter what game you're betting on. Last the Iowa State game was yeah. an time muff punt where the own guy's player just trucked him. <laughs> and then Iowa goes and wins the game off of that. That is, like, the beauty and the curse of
3: college football is, like, you know, oh, man, we could win a we could win a game on some just ridiculous mistake or we could lose a game on but that just you just don't get in the NFL typically unless you're betting on terrible teams like like the Jaguars, maybe. But they played pretty well last night. But anyway, that's all I got. Dolphins.
0: Oh, that's that's good. Uh yeah, so I guess we can get into MLB here first. Um, me personally, I went a little a little bit of a run, but that's basically on the back of the Cardinals. I mean it was just a ATM there for a little bit. 17 wins in a row, so that's why I was kind of hot back in the Cardinals and Mariners on uh, multiple nights. So we can get to that. The Cardinals clinched um, second wild card that was at the start of the Brewers series. Um, Then the Brewers finally beat them. I don't know. This team is hot coming in. Yeah. I mean...
3: They scare me a little bit, like, because it's just the Cardinals voodoo. But, so, like, I think alluding to what Luke said in uh, previous podcasts, like, they could beat the first wildcard team, whether it be the Dodgers or the Giants. Mm-hmm. Preferably, it be the Dodgers, and they take the Dodgers out.
4: Right.
5: But,
3: like, over seven games, I don't know, man. If you're trotting Jay happen and uh lesser out there i don't think they feel too good about that i mean maybe they can tell themselves that but yeah i don't know i don't know what they're doing is ridiculous but it's cardinals magic so
0: yeah yeah. and that's an interesting point you brought up the second wild card right now that is the dodgers at at this point and the dodgers still the favorites uh in world series odds so it it, it gets kind of interesting like me personally i don't know how what the odds are because we don't really have them available in our book. But I would just feel like if I want the Dodgers to win the series, I think I would just series bet them and keep the, keep the rolling series bets yes. going and kind of just take in, take in that uh, World Series. Because, dude, if they're in the second wild card game, how, what's the money line on that game in one game? Cardinals-Dodgers. Like You're telling me it's going to be minus, like, 300?
3: I mean, so they trot out Scherzer. Or who, who would they even I mean, put out there?
5: Bueller? Bueller, probably. Yeah, exactly. Bueller. Scherzer. Bueller versus Wainwright? Yeah,
3: it's
2: going to be if Wainwright the, for sure. If you're the Dodgers, you have to throw Bueller and Scherzer. And then you have Kershaw as well. So you have three guys that are better than all. Yeah. You
0: sure. should. And then you have... Kershaw is throwing... Kershaw's throwing tonight while we're recording this. They
2: could throw all four of their studs. You throw Arias in there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just throw those guys out there. They could... If it goes in extras, they could pitch for a 17.
0: Yeah, but also the other part to that is the Dodgers are still playing for the NL West division. Right now, the Giants are two games up as of recording. Giants and Dodgers both playing tonight, of course. So, I mean, magic number... I mean, there's three games left. The Giants are hosting the Padres and the Dodgers are hosting the Brewers. Um, So we'll see how that shakes out, but it's definitely an interesting dynamic there um, with the Dodgers potentially having that wild card and then still being world series favorites.
3: Yeah. I mean, I, I just don't think anyone is built to beat the Dodgers in a seven game series. So no, any way that those guys can be eliminated is great, but like, I think the Brewers might just get swept into oblivion this weekend. And I think mm-hmm. the same thing might happen with San Francisco and San Diego. Like San Diego might just fucking throw them in the towel. Dude, yeah. we, we, we underachieved. San Francisco might just sweep them and then ends yeah. up being the Dodgers be the uh, wildcard team. So I don't know. Right. You just, it would be nice to see the Cardinals beat them.
0: I can't get behind that, though. I kind of hate the Cardinals, but... I'm... Yeah. I'm they was,
3: haven't uh, been good all year. That's a thing. Like, they haven't been good.
0: I know. And they had a great month. month. They went, like, a month without losing. And it's like... They right.
3: it's, the, that's that's it's where it's hard to get behind them. It's like, dude, you guys weren't good all year. The Reds were better than you.
0: Just...
5: Yeah.
0: I don't know. Yeah. Don't know. That... <laughs> That pretty much uh, wraps up the talk on the NL West and the NL Wildcard type stuff. Braves clinched the NL East Thursday night. Um, they swept the Phillies. Like it was, it was gonna be like this is a big series coming up here, and then it's just like, all right, that was that was sweet. Over. Yeah. What the the Phillies had Wheeler game one against um, Morton. Then Gibson, I know, was on the back end of that sweep. For the Phillies, I can't remember who threw in the middle of it. But. The Phillies just don't have a bullpen.
2: And it's, it's been this way for, like, a couple years now. They just blow huge leads.
3: Yeah, they're embarrassing. I mean, I don't know. Didn't There was a playoff drought talk on Dartme Podcast a couple weeks, or maybe last week. Like, mm-hmm. aren't the Phillies, like, one of them? They have a huge playoff drought? Yeah, nine years. Nine years. Yeah. And I mean they signed Bryce Harper to a ridiculous contract. He has a huge he has a big year this year, but just like where yes. else are we getting production from? I don't know. And they have some studs. Wheeler is a legitimate stud. Isn't that the guy that's like in Scion?
0: Yeah. yeah he was. He was for like he fell off though. Like his August and September weren't as great. It that's was true. like so a front runner uh, in like after July, I think. And he, I
3: listened to a brewer
0: game, he just
3: shut down the Brewers. It, like, that guy's legit. Nola kind of struggled a little bit, didn't he? But yeah, he also had a 10 strikeouts in a row game this year, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: but he flashed, he flashed in some, yeah. Games.
3: Like, the Phillies are just like they're underachieving with what they have, I guess. I don't know, just. They didn't put up a fight in this series. The Braves are doing it without Ronnie Acuna, which is crazy. And the Mets just fucking suck.
0: So, and that's that's scary for the future NL East. Like the Braves are winning the division now without Ronnie. It's like yeah, all, pretty much now. It's I mean, obviously it's speculation and just like obviously projecting down down the future. But you you feel like it's the Braves division to lose for years for years on to come because they're winning without Ronnie. Um, but from one drought we mentioned from the Phillies to another one that you know you could see end in here. Mariners we said 19 years in a row uh, without the playoffs. right now, as a recording, they are tied for the second wild card spot with the Red Sox. the Yankees are two games up in the first wild card. Um, their magic number is two currently hosting the Rays. Um, Mariners are hosting the Angels. the Red Sox are visiting the Nationals. Um, and then the Blue Jays are still alive. Uh, one game back in the wild card. And I also, I also saw like today I was checking the A's were four and a half back, but they didn't have the E next to their name. So but I think that's false. They're eliminated then. They have to be eliminated. There's three games left. They're four back.
3: Right. Yeah. Just, I don't know, man. Uh, Boston really blew it by losing two of three to Baltimore. Yep. Wasn't that in Fenway too?
0: Yes. Well, no, 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 no.
3: No, that was at Camden Yard. Okay.
0: All right. Whatever. Yeah, it happened to Boston. Yeah. You it, game one too was sailing the mound. You, like, and you lose. Yes. That. It's like, yeah, this is this is not good. Like, <laughs> this is not good. Oh, and oh,
3: that is bad. But then, like, Toronto kept losing to the Yankees. New York. So, like, they didn't gain any games. But right. But Seattle benefited from it.
0: The, see, the Red Sox were behind the Blue. Our Red Sox got swept by the Yankees. Yes, that yes. was. Crying. But then, then, you don't want see the Yankees were always at the one spot, and the Blue Jays yes. were in the three spot or two spot. Can't really Correct. remember, but you so, don't. You don't want the Blue Jays to win. You wanted the Yankees to beat the Blue Jays, so then you could like. You wanted the Yankees to beat. Them. Yes, and but then you didn't take care of business. That's what it fucking sucks.
3: Yes, so and Toronto, Toronto did not win when they needed to.
0: No, yeah, I thought you were just talking more so about Red
1: Sox. Oh no, yeah, that sucked. They were bad. Yeah, no, but we need anybody other than the Red Sox and the Yankees in that wild card game because that's it's just insufferable when they play and everyone. Yeah. Oh, it's like. I don't care. I just, I don't, I'm so sick of seeing Boston and New York. It's like, I want to see the Mariners who, I mean, they'll probably get destroyed by the Yankees in one game, but you never know. Like, hopefully they can pull it off. But anyone other than who we always see, and let's face it, like, I don't think that the Red Sox are a playoff threat at all. I completely agree. Put someone else in there. New blood. Yeah.
3: Completely agree. Completely agree. The Red Sox are like super overachieving this year. You could ask any Red Sox fan and they would say, Yeah, we would like. And I think they would like, they did, they had a great year, but they would just, I think they just get washed in the playoffs by. They they don't have any World Series aspirations, I don't think. That would be crazy if they did. Yes,
0: to your point, you said the Red Sox are overachieving. Their win total is at 79.5. Yeah. So like them being here, obviously overachieving. Um, I want to touch on, you said you don't really want to see the Yankees-Red Sox. I'm just, that series, though, where Stanton went yard like four games in a row, just touching on that, I mean, that was just insanity. Aaron Judge, like, dropping dick all over him. I mean, that was, that was fun to watch, I'd say. Like, I think the Yankees came back in, all well, at least that two games, I think, but, That was a week ago, I think. And I kind of want to get into the Mariners. Um, Listen, they are hot. Uh, Helps they 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 had the A's. The A's were all ahead of them in the wild card. They beat the A's seven times in a row, so they swept them twice—a four-game set and a three-game set—to put themselves in the second wild card right now, as of recording. Um, And like I said, I was betting on the Mariners daily, so uh, helped my pocketbook too. Um, one thing I want to say, I don't know much about the Mayors themselves. Kellnick, 2RBI double Wednesday, huge. Just listening to that crowd and that Twitter clip, and plus somebody was at the game for that Twitter clip and just, like, showed it. Shit was shit was loud. Shit was loud. So, yeah, and new, I'm all for new blood, too. Break, break, the, break the curse or the, the drought. 19,
3: 19 years, yeesh. Um in I remember nineteen years ago the team that made the playoffs. Yeah. And that was and that was Ichiro and like Brett Boone and John Olrude. They won 116 games. And you can fact check me on that. But they were insane. That was Ichiro might have been Ichiro's rookie year.
0: Yeah, I think um, so. Two thousand one. Well,
3: no. Yeah. Well, whatever. I don't know. Numbers might be off, but I think they won 116 games. That, because I'm like I was thought about that. I'm like, dude, they won. They just win every series. Imagine you sweep the or, or sweep the Mariners in that year. Uh, yeah, yeah, we, we got we got the best team on the fucking face of the earth, and we beat them. Um, but yeah. the Mariners, I I just don't know anybody on their team except Kellenic. How, how are they doing this?
0: Like Haniger, Haniger's there. Um, I saw Seeger's Se- hitting tanks. Like Seeger's hitting like two eighteen. I'm going to batting average, but Seeger's hitting two eighteen, but he has like forty bombs. That's uh, crazy. I, I can't name much of their pitching staff. Michael Gonzalez, who is going Friday to tonight um, while we're recording. Chris Flexen. Flexon, yes, I, I forgot that. I love betting on Flexon. I love betting on Flexon, man. You. He was doing it for me. Yeah, I was just like just looking up this uh two thousand and one team and your and it was two thousand and one. Um like Dan Wilson, John Ulrich, Brett Boone, Carlos Guillen, Mike Cameron, Edgar Martinez, Edgar Martinez.
3: So they were legit. Like they a were pitching Ohio staff Ohio. of
0: Freddie Garcia. Like, dude, <laughs> they're they have Jamie Moyer. I don't know. We're just reading off names, but like Who's they are wagon. Yeah, they got, they got work. But if you look at their pitching staff, it just looks like it doesn't look like many names. Freddie Garcia, Paul Abbott,
3: Arthur Although Rhodes. they didn't go anywhere in the playoffs? Yeah, probably. They just <laughs> yeah, slug everybody. Ichiro came onto the scene and hit like three
0: seventy. Yeah, that's going back in time. The other Mariners pitching, the P- Mariners pitching staff is slipping my slipping my mind. Logan Gilbert. Yes, I bet on him. He's in there. Um, I know that because I just was looking
2: for something to bet on one day, and I saw the Mariners Astros game, and I just threw a bet down on his under strikeouts, and he just lit the
0: world on fire and struck out <laughs> seven. So. Oh, I so I also forgot about you say Kikuchi, and Tyler Anderson. Um, that was a fantastic Other. Bat, yeah. other the other bat they have is tie France. He's actually been pretty good too. But you know, sorry, I haven't been much I haven't been really deep into the mirrors. I'm sorry.
3: Yeah, can you blame? Can you blame you? Like it's been 19 years, man. They've been not very good in no, a while.
1: Their first pitches are at like 9.15 every night. <laughs> uh, yes. I've been sleeping for 15 minutes before they even throw a pitch. That's,
0: yeah, you know, but still.
1: Robbins have a great point. Great point.
0: All right. Do we want to get into this other storyline here? We are Brewers fans after all. You know, Brewers clinch the division, but after the division clinch, apparently Devin Williams gets mad about something and he punches a wall and needs to have season-ending surgery after clinching the division. sucks (laughs)
5: really sucks
2: i know i i just that's just huge because the big strength of your team is the back end of your bullpen and now when half of that goes down
5: you're i don't know yeah
0: like what the what the hell exactly really nothing else needs to be said we just need to bring it up i think i don't know i mean I think we're all in rage. We're just kind of keeping it in at this point. You, you just can't have that happen. And speaking of the dominance from him, it's 26 of his last 27 appearances, zero earned runs. Like, that's how dominant he was. Uh, the airbender uh, punches the wall, breaks his hand. Yeah, and after yeah. clinching a division, like he and, got angry about something. Yeah. After winning, I, inexplicable. Also,
2: a pitcher breaking, breaking his hand down the road like, next season and in the future, I don't know. That's probably going to fuck up your hand, probably going to fuck your pitching. Um, what a shame.
0: Absolutely. It, listen, I'm not saying, like, it would be a lock uh, for the Brewers. Like, this is just a, fucking, like, death sentence to him, or this – what having – Kevin Williams would have made him beat the Braves or anything like that. I'm not saying that, but it's just like this is a huge, huge loss.
1: Well, the Brewers have overperformed all year. I mean, really a Dems turning into Babe Ruth is something no one saw. The guy just hits <laughs> everyone thought, like when he got traded to the Brewers, everyone was like, What are the Brewers doing? They just traded a guy they had for the same guy. It's Escobar on paper was the exact same. And then all of a sudden, Adams comes here and just decides he's going to hit 20 tanks in the second half. It's like, that doesn't happen, especially to the Brewers. You think about scope, how people are like, oh yeah, we're adding him to be a great hitter for this team going into the playoffs. And the dude hit like a bucko five <laughs> with two RBIs and just didn't do anything. And then we get Willie Adams who decides he's going to be to quote BJ, he's MVP, MVP yep. caliber. It's yeah, amazing. I mean, girl, you like
3: it, He was in legitimate MVP like talks, at least. I mean, among like brewer talking heads, they're like, well, I mean, if you, you know, they push up their glasses and they're like, well, if you actually consider it, he was well, since he's joined the Brewers, he's like an MVP candidate. And it's just, but still, he was phenomenal, which never happens. Jonathan Scope, great name drop. He's still in the league, by the way, playing for the Detroit, Detroit Tigers. Pretty sure for Detroit. Like, he's not doing yeah. that poorly. But he's not very good. But he was horrible for us. And I remember him coming up in, like, major clutch situations and just not delivering. Yep. Um,
5: he had a platoon, dude.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean. And he was uh, a
5: horrible he... platoon. We he thought he was, was going to be
1: Everyone was like, "This is a great pickup. Like, this is what yeah. we need—a guy who's going to hit some some tanks." And he just was horrible. And yeah. Willie Adams was everything we ever dreamed of and more. And yep. yeah, I hated it when it happened. I was so mad. I, I think I said, "Sell the team." <laughs> I know. Surprising. And the <laughs> and, and BJ BJ stayed
3: strong to Stearns. He loves Stearns, and he said. <laughs> he said, like, oh, Willie Adamas, away from uh, the TROP, is hitting just crazy. And at the TROP, he's horrible, which is bad if you play half your games at the trop. Yep. It, For, But whatever. And I guess, BJ, we can say was right for this one. but
0: Yeah. No, he, like, Willie Adamas, Well, first of all, we have to welcome on Liveline News. He joined us from the road. Live oh, line my God. you
1: can't see him.
3: uh, Can you guys hear me? Yeah, we can. Usually it's Turbo who's on the road,
0: but it's Luke on the road this time. So I had to welcome in Luke. So, E, to your point with Adamus, like, he actually said, like, I can't, I have trouble seeing the ball in the drop.
3: Like, I I can't (laughs) really see the ball
0: in the drop. Like, he had, like, he was on the podcast with Chris Rose, Chris Rose Rotation on John Boy Media and like he said he couldn't see the ball well and it was like documented he couldn't see it well so i guess that was i mean that's probably why he couldn't hit the drop he see it
3: imagine being like a, just like a phenom hitter and you get drafted to the yeah. one team where you can't you can't see the fucking baseball are you kidding me like yeah, dude. That's the reason why you aren't. Uh, I I don't buy it, but like, oh man, that's yeah. All right, sorry. I have to,
0: to kind of have to buy at this point. He played like I think played two or three years in Tampa, so now he go, goes to a different place, and it's like it, I know it's still half a season. So yes, you're right. I don't know <laughs> yet, but holy shit, he,
1: yeah. can, move, he yes. can move. He goes out with a knee injury or whatever, for or hamstring, and he's out for, like, an extended period. Then his first game back, Yelich or somebody hits a home run, and he is standing on the, like, rail of the dugout. It's like, guy, (laughs) you're going to get hurt. Like, you're going to get hurt. Don't do it. Yeah, just clap or something in the dugout. It'll be fine. Like, it was a home run against the freaking Pirates or some shit. It doesn't matter. Need <laughs> you for the playoffs. Don't stand on the railing. Ty, to go back
3: to Devin Williams, which is where this all started, like, I don't know, man. He, I think something is going to come out later on um, what actually happened because he just said he got ups- had too much to drink and was upset. It's super vague. There might be something – like underlying
1: that actually happened. That's, hey, that's yeah, what say. I would just. I have something I, just say, much, though, I don't punch walls. Yeah, but 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 just think about like that one buddy that you have, or that like you know, like, that group of friends where there's that one guy when he has too much to drink, he just does stupid ass shit. and yeah. This sounds like it's that case. Like we just won the division. We went out everyone had a good time but you took it overboard because you are that guy or something like that and then he got stupid because maybe who knows like some girl didn't want to hang out with them or just something dumb like and then has anger issues that's what it sounds like to me
3: that's what it could be definitely but this i mean
1: but it's such bad
3: timing like that can't
1: happen you're freaking you are a stud you're you're reigning rookie of the year you are a major part of this bullpen.
3: Borderline unhittable <laughs> at times.
0: We're <laughs> <laughs> oh. getting robot. <laughs> <Holy laughs> we're getting robot live line. Oh, okay. he
1: he's plowing through.
0: Just, yeah. Live line. We didn't catch that, <laughs> that because we were breaking, <laughs> up. Here. You were breaking
1: up. Good radio, boys. Good radio.
5: <laughs> oh my goodness! Cut his vine.
0: Vom- We're good. Yeah. Um, but yeah. E also, I don't know. We're I'm done with that But like, I see other stupid baseball injuries. They they make up some stupid stories sometimes. Like Lucroy, did you really break your hand sending your luggage down your hand too fast? This oh that. Devin Williams actually came out and said this, so I like I don't know.
1: But. Yeah, the apology was also hilarious, where he's, like, sitting there with Stearns, and it's, did you guys see that video?
0: Yeah,
2: I
1: didn't want to
0: watch the video. Yes.
1: Oh, like, what is this? Like, is he 10 years old? Like, just have him do an apology by himself, but to have him sit there with Stearns just was uncomfortable.
0: Stearns probably
1: there. forced him to do it. Oh, 100%.
0: DJ, love. can
5: you hear me
1: now
0: boys can you hear me now
1: yes yes all right well i'm yeah i mean i'm in the middle of nowhere so i'm just kind of doing what i can do here but where's the middle of- southern minnesota all right the middle of nowhere yeah uh no but to my point like i i just it's like crazy to me that if you're that guy that just gets crazy and does stupid shit fine but like you literally i'm not saying he did but like you could literally have fucked the team. By your,
2: and he's gone again. Damn
5: it!
3: God, we
1: did.
5: Man. We got most of it. Yep. I'll just. He, he
3: could have fucked the team, and yes, yeah, so he might. Yeah. But it's a possibility. And, and I think in our group chat we had these conversations. Like the season is not guaranteed over because Devin Williams is gone. And I think in baseball, like you can't guarantee a season over when anybody goes down. Like look at the Braves right now. Ronnie Acuna is gone, and they're still winning the division. But, uh, I mean, it's just a matter of, like, dude, what could have been? You were a dominant force in the eighth inning, and now we have to piecework it together. So, yep. thanks. thanks. That's
1: what, that's what we get. Well, I think, I we think, think- Ashby can be good. I mean, when he's in one-inning situations, people haven't seen him this year. I'm not saying he's to me. I, I want to hear the actual – <laughs> is, it, is, is he still going? Is he still going? Uh,
0: <laughs> well, left. he, he got out of range. I think he got out this, of range of his connection. actually, it's obviously
1: not going to be Williams, but he does yes. like 99 to 100 lefty, right. I think. I'm yep. not on that, yes.
0: Ass. But then it goes back to the point like, dude, now we're forced to put in a rookie at this point in time. Like, yes, he could, he's good, and he could be good, but. Now you're going to have to put him in. Did hey, you game think
1: about personally. Woodruff against what What year was that? 2018, maybe?
0: Yeah.
1: Where, like, I mean, he was good, but he wasn't like he was in the playoffs.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: All of a sudden, he just was shutting everyone down and hitting tanks off of Kershaw. Like, yes. We didn't yeah, see that. that
3: Girl, I completely agree. Like Ashby has been really, really good, and he has nasty stuff, and that's the book on him. He has nasty stuff. The only thing is, and like old heads will fucking love this, is like, oh, he has no playoff experience, and I don't know how much weight that holds, but
1: well, I mean, in his first MLB game, he got destroyed.
5: Yeah, so, yeah. I would so say that
1: moment was a little big for him there. So I guess yeah. he could say, yeah, maybe in a playoff, he might give up. Eight runs in the first inning again, and that would be it. I do, I do like him, but it went from being like a sure thing
3: to like like, eh, we got a stud, but we don't know if he's gonna be
5: right,
0: like a stud in the playoffs. So and and guy, guy, my friend, it's it's not like you're not old heading it like playoff experience. Like you're just normal, like being normal about it. Cause dude, he just true. made his first debut this season. True, true. So it's not like a playoff experience thing. Like then you think about Miguel
3: Cabrera with the the Marlins being just a rookie fucking raking. Right. I don't know. That's you know anecdotal evidence, but whatever.
0: Yeah, I know. And I hate that that thing too. Uh and I mean we can move on. I was I'll I was gonna we'll save that next the topic for next week, MVP discussion. Like we'll save that for next week. Um other stuff and it'll be before we get into like college football recap and NFL recap is the Dartmouth Wind totals draft. We had it. Um, and my personal cards, my personal card that I actually uh, wagered on, I went four and one this year. Uh, sorry. Just going to go off of myself here. I had the pirates over W Astros over W Mets under W. I mean, I'm just going to auto bet that every year.
1: The win total this year was
0: 89 and a half. I mean, easy oh. money.
1: Oh, Jesus, Frank was right. I mean, that's a dumpster fire of an organization. They suck. Do you see what uh, the owner said? That he's gonna have like comedy shows and performances. <laughs> yes. he's worrying about that, I'm like, I think Mets fans are more worried about the team being a dumpster fire than like drawing in some hipsters from the Upper West Side or wherever. Yeah, You're yeah. And, like,
5: I've let's. You got some gear.
1: hardcore New Yorkers that
5: <laughs> fuck?
3: don't
1: want to match. You know, they want to win a game. And,
3: and I know, like, Liveline Luke is off now, but we actually went to a Mets game in high school, and yes, girl, could not agree more. There are a hardcore Mets fans that just want to see this team fucking win enough with like the theatrics and playing second fiddle to the Yankees. Like, dude, they want to win a World Series.
1: Enough with your
3: horse shit. Oh, my God.
1: Yeah. That's just, that's an auto, should be an auto win every five days.
0: Yeah. And let Nukis joined the call again, but um, I'm going to go off of that, too. Like, you said Steve Cohen wants to bring, like, hand-up comedy and stuff like that? Or, or whatever. They, whatever. It just open so many jokes on Twitter. To like, you want to know a fucking joke? The Mets hitting with runners in scoring position, hardy, hardy, hard. Like that. Opened. So that's
5: many so jokes on Twitter.
0: And Javi Baez, that's yeah. the joke right there. <laughs> and then, I- um, so and then the last one of my win totals was Brewers over. Thank you, love it. And then I take an L. I take an L on the Rays under. Like I just idiot. Like just I thought like. The Rays just get the job done. So it'll just stop fading them. Like stop fading. Somehow some way they'll just get it fucking done. Like they could make they could have made like a run for the best team in baseball if somebody was like pushing up behind them and they're like, "Shit, guys, we still have to keep on winning games." Like the Giants are like probably Giants and Dodgers are still going at it for best record in baseball because they're both there pushing each other. Like the Rays had this thing sealed up basically. Well, they didn't have the one seed clinch until like last week, but or but dude that's that team's insane. fucking good somehow.
2: I, dude, we forget that Tyler Glasnow went out like halfway through the season. I can't name one race starting pitcher.
3: I can because I bet on them daily, but yeah, I know what you mean right
2: Like, Glasnow was their horse. Now, he's out. Are they going to keep doing this thing throughout the playoffs? I mean, yes. they're going to match up with Dude,
1: E, you, you can name starting pitchers, but these people are still nobodies. It's like McClanahan, yeah, exactly. and like...
3: McClanahan, Rasmussen, Waka. These guys R- are nobodies, dude. Exactly. They get it done. And, yes, they get it done. They, he, they're fully bought into the bullpenning system. They yep. love it. They're obsessed.
1: Well, dude, I... Ty, you sent that. You sent that uh, that TikTok over or whatever. Or it was Ty or Ethan, like breaking down the Rays, saying these other teams are so dumb if they don't try and follow a similar strategy, like as the Rays do with more money. If you do the same thing with more money, you should have better results. So why are you not copying the playbook? There it doesn't make any sense to me.
3: Agreed. The only thing Luke I can say is like. There, it's like completely different brands of baseball. The Rays are just accepting the fact, like, all right, we're not going to pay you squat, but we're going to figure out a way to make it work. The Yankees and the Dodgers of the world are just going to be like, all right, name your price and we're going to sign the best players ever and, and they- hope it works and they- hope you don't get hurt and just hope it works. And the Rays are consistently proving that they're good, I guess.
1: And gadgets yeah, are I mean, also good. Well, yeah. But, I mean, I guess to the point I was making before, too, it's not like these other teams are able to develop like the Rays are, apparently, because they right. just take nobody's and turn them into – you can't just do that. But you would think these other teams would be, like, trying to pluck like pluck execs or coaches from the Rays and say, hey, we'll double your salary. Come over here and yeah. get what you did there. True. Correct. True. Not to have a ball cap on, but the Brewers also sort of do that as of late with their pitchers where – like for the longest time, it was just junk. Yeah. Now... that's no that's no ball that's no ball cap. For all. like they 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 do a phenomenal job. Their rotation this year, I mean, obviously Brewer fans know, but like for most of Major League Baseball, all these guys came out of nowhere. Like, I mean, I know they know who Woodruff and Burns and Peralta are, but no one, no one other than Brewers fans thought, hey, these are gonna be like three aces on a staff. I mean, it's like, I don't because these guys, dude, Woodruff and Woodruff and Burns stunk. Well, not Woodruff, but like Burns stunk two years ago or two and a half years ago. And people are saying,
0: like, he was bad. Yep. Yeah, and and Freddie Peralta had one pitch for the longest time.
1: Yeah, and now he's a stud, but like he was like bad. So I mean, you got to tip the cap.
3: Eric Lauer pitches way into the the playoff rotation this year and we all
1: garbage what lauer and hauser did this year was like incredible
5: by the Mm way yeah
1: because those guys were not good and now they're like really good and they're probably going to be in the bullpen i would assume yeah the brewers also for some reason can get guys that throw like 86 miles an hour and they turn into, like, halfway decent starting pitchers. That's I mean, one decent. guy. Who, who, girl?
4: Who? That's one
5: guy. I mean, guy. we got
1: Power. We've done fucking uh, <laughs> Davies. Davies is trash for everybody I else. Know. I know. I know. the Brewers, he was <laughs> for, for the season. It's like, American what? Suter what are they doing? Gets, Suter gets people out, like, on a consistent you basis. You put on any other team in the MLB, season. he's got an 11 ERA. <laughs> Well, that's extreme, but yeah, he's not. Pro- I don't know. I mean, like it's crazy that he has twelve or thirteen wins, and he's goofy and doesn't throw hard. And I don't know. Just work at a rapid pace. He's
0: vultured uh, quite a few wins, but
1: yes, I can adapt to Suter.
0: He's made the most. No, wins. I know he's a long. He's
1: a long reliever, so he's coming in when guys don't go five. But like, he's, he's got a lot of wins, man.
0: He does. He does. So I guess I can move along to, um, that would be my personal win totals. Um, going through the Dartney draft that we had. Um, the only guy's card who's all they finished up is Rhino. Uh, he went three and seven. <laughs> oh,
5: sorry, Girl. Rhino. Girl, love our- you laugh. Oh, my God. I'm
0: sorry. And uh, <laughs> Well, the three he got right were the AL East teams. He nailed them. Um that was Blue Jays over, Red Sox over, and Orioles under. And so I mean, in the me AL East Rhinos are a guy, I guess. Um I'll go to live on Nuke next. He currently has four winners on the board. Um the one pending is the Dodgers under one oh three and a half. And Ooh. at time of recording, they're at one oh three. So they, they need one hit. Out- hit. Oh,
2: that,
1: out. that one I'm Breaking sorry. news. Is- Breaking news, Clayton Kershaw exits game with injury. Not Um, not playing the Dodgers. Oh, my God. It's happening, dude. It is happening. The Cardinals are going to freaking play the Dodgers in the wild card game, and they're going to give everyone in the NL a chance to win a World Series. That's what you need to pray for if you're a fan of anyone but the Dodgers. Bame, you did say this,
3: like, podcasts ago. Yeah, and I couldn't agree more. Like, the Dodgers need to be eliminated to make it a wide open race
1: in the wild card. They need to be eliminated in the wild card because if they yes. get into a five game, they're going to beat the giants in the playoffs. I, I mean, people can say what they want to say. The giants are not a team that I would rather play the giants than play the brewers, to be honest. That okay. sounds crazy, but, but I would like, they don't 100% agree. 100% agree.
3: Just looking at the rotation. Yes. I'd rather play the giants than the Cardinals. Ooh, that one I'll disagree the
1: Giants with. win baseball games. That's not so how they it? win games. They no, just win. They, they, just, they win the games. They win the game. The they... the totals, yeah. yeah, Ryan.
0: Yeah, by the way, I'm Ryan, just curious. Ryan, you have the Giants the win totals, man. They are going
2: to be 40 games over their win total. Thank <laughs> you. <40. laughs> I
1: still don't We're buy them. Is that, like, crazy? I do not buy the Giants, and they still continue to win, and they're going to beat out a 105-win team.
3: I don't mind. Agreed. Agreed. I don't buy the Giants either, and I'm dumb. That is insane, their best, dude. Their They're best
1: hitter is Brandon Crawford.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chris Bryant. I'm
1: just saying, like, it was kind of a joke. They rely on Tommy La Stella, Buster Posey, and freaking Matt, yeah. Matt.
0: Wade's been good. Matt Wade Junior has been hitting some insane. big bombs for him. Insane because. When,
2: I, when we did the win holders back, I said, these guys, Crawford, Belt, and Posey are getting old, and they're going to stink. Longoria. And, all, and Longoria, they're going to stink. And all four of those guys just had crazy seasons. Yeah. It was, I, pitching
6: staff's it was the exact
3: done. opposite. It went, yeah. they went, they, oh, they're going to stink. No, they're going to have the fucking career year. What? What is that? I don't, I don't
1: what, know. What is their rotation? What is their rotation?
0: Osman Disco, Discofani. Um, Discof had a couple of
1: complete games. I know that. Discofani was is not a Bosman, good pitcher. Osman's a, a stud. Yeah, but they've suck. had a good year this year. That's what matters. But Discofani, <laughs> dude? Oh, my they God. What have you done for me now? Exactly. Grawl, <laughs> <laughs> well, you're exactly right. He was not Quedo. a good pitcher. <laughs> yeah, with that little pause, he gets people to miss. <laughs>
0: God, uh, God, Logan God, Webb who accused
3: a a club this year this
5: is
0: what you need to realize they brought back Scott Asmere from the dead <laughs> <laughs> oh like he's so under I L.
5: aisle
0: I like who they said the
5: huh what dude I have is Brian no Wilson idea. on the team
1: or Clayton,
2: Clayton. <laughs> 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 yeah Brian Wilson dude I know one reliever he's did, they got a, a,
1: did, did they pick up Pablo Sandoval yeah, What what is this team?
3: I
2: don't understand it either. Makes no sense. We got a guy that throws sub and he throws a 73 mile an hour rising slider.
0: Dude, they might bring back Matt Kane,
2: <laughs> Ryan Vogel. Let's the Cup comes.
1: A come, come, come. Frodo Baggins to you guys. The, new,
2: the decade just started. They're going to be the new team of the decade. Two years, two decades in a row.
1: I'll say this: They had like they they were promising at the end of last year, and it was one of those things when they came into this year that no one bought it because we were in a Mickey Mouse season, and they just totally shoved it up everyone's ass. So touche. But like, I just can't. I don't know. I can't buy it. But the fact that they beat out the Dodgers is incredible. Yeah. Toughest division in all baseball, probably, and
0: they took the role of they took the role, but people thought the Padres are going to be. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Yep. <laughs>
1: And Padres, what do you do with that? I mean, your money's tied up.
0: The Padres, uh, they might go under 500. So I'm just going to move on to to my win totals draft. Uh, Luke, we have four established winners already, uh, pending Dodgers. We think it's going to lose. Um, I currently have five winners on the board. Um, I have one pending that's A's under 86 and a half. The Mayors have been helping me out extremely on this one, the A's currently at time of recording are sitting at 85. They need to lose two or three uh, in order to catch this. The, the A's are playing. I can't remember who they're playing.
1: I think it's the Astros.
0: Yes, that's correct. The Astros have nothing to play for. A's have nothing to play for.
1: Four to two.
2: A's die Not great. Just have to win one. If the Astros win one.
1: They lock up the two seed, and that is home field. Versus the the A's. yeah, the A's are eliminated. I know we were questioning that earlier, but yeah, yeah, they're limited. they're eliminated. So,
0: so yeah, that's gonna the
1: Astros uh, might still be
2: playing for uh, seeding purposes. Good point, right? I I, I that up. Good point. So I don't know. You might get that A's under was two or three. That's that's that could happen.
0: Yeah. So that's that's the NLB talk. Uh, we can move in, I guess, to college football recap. I know it's late in the week. You're going to be listening to this on Saturday. But maybe it's a good time to visit what happened last weekend before you fire in on some of those bets. Um, of course, with the college football slate, we always start with the Dartme Dog. The Me Dog last week was Kansas State plus 5.5. Uh, they lose to Oklahoma State 31-20. to 20. Um it was a it was a bad start that killed them. They couldn't dig out of the hole that they had that they made themselves in the first half. Um, they get twenty one points in the first quarter. Quarterback humbles the snap into the end zone. Oklahoma State touchdown. Yep, that's yep.
1: what kills you. Yep, that's, that's the that's the spread right there. That doesn't happen. Now you never know what's going to happen, obviously, but a play like that should never happen. You just can't have that.
0: No, and he like he like fucking. He fumbled it and then he bent over to pick it up again. And he fumbled it again, yeah. And, it was then, a bad play. and then jailbreak comes through and he gets the ball. That,
5: but can't do that. No,
0: do you can't do that. <laughs> no, um, and then of course, after that happens, after they get 31 points in the first half, they shut Oklahoma State in the second half, but ultimately the offense can overcome that hole. Um, they had one big play in the third quarter. Deuce Vaughn takes one to the house on like a, like a broken screen pass. Like a, the quarterback just sparred one out to Deuce Vaughn. And he takes it like 60 yards to the house. Um, that was the only exciting thing that happened in the second half for the Kansas State offense. Um, like I said, couldn't get out of that hole. That's a loser, the Dartmouth-Dogs. Do we want to get into anything else that happened with college football weekend? I know there's a lot. So, anybody want to take the reins and go into what they saw, or what interested you, what jumps out?
3: Oklahoma is not good.
2: That's what I'll say. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Spencer Rattler Heisman hype, uh, probably, or most of it should have gone down the drain. I mean, they yeah. played. They played Tulane. And Tulane played them close, and now they just played – when did they play last week? They scored 16 really points. They scored 16 bad. points last week against Not very
1: good West season. Virginia. I was on the over in that game. Uh, just the complete opposite of what everyone would expect. Yeah, with West Virginia and it's, Oklahoma, It was like 56 points, and you have – just two teams that don't play defense and they decide to play defense, and it's like a six, 17 or 16 to 10 game. It's yep. like, also like we need to talk about these so called experts that have Spencer Rattler and the Clemson QB as Heisman front runners, and they both. St- Dink this year. That's just puke. Yeah, I can't even pronounce the Clemson guy's name, so I'm not going to attempt to butcher that. But...
0: I can't pronounce
1: it. He he can't do anything. Like, I've I've watched... I've been in Clemson, I think, twice this year. I've watched, like, three of their games, I think. And he he can't throw the ball downfield. Like, they don't have... That much, I guess. More than most teams, but he just—it's—it's it's bad to watch when he's throwing the ball like five yards downfield at a max. Yeah. How is he a Heisman front runner? He looks forward.
0: Because he looked good. He looked good when he um, what he got brought in late uh, last last year and he just like turned it up.
1: Yeah, so one start I think when. Anyone uh, once was injured? Yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, Other things that I can get into, I suppose. Um, My personal card. Notre Dame plus six. I mean, I'm just going through it and looking at the marquee, kind of. Notre Dame plus six, Notre Dame, I mean, Graham Mertz, what a joke. That's all I have on this. Um, oh I have separate game notes written up. Like, this guy is an absolute joke right now. Um, oh, have it Before you start uh,
2: Notre Dame plus six. That's a joke. Against the Badgers. I mean, my God. I don't think anybody in Dartmouth had the Badgers.
1: If I had the over, which... Uh, which on a
2: the under which hit on a goddamn pick six with two minutes two left.
1: Two pick sixes, so it would have hit twice. It
2: anyway, yeah, the over it pick six, two minutes left. Graham Merz throws it up for grabs.
1: Yep. I had already written that bet off. Like I was like, there's just no way. It's just one of those where you look at it, you're like, I need a lot of points in one quarter. Fourth quarter, <laughs> Notre Dame puts up thirty-one points. That's pretty much the over by itself right there. You have that (laughs) in a Wisconsin game. You're close.
0: Muff punts. Draw. The thing about the Wisconsin offense is it's so bad that it's good for the over. Oh, my God.
1: You're so so bad that he's good for the over. He's going to get the ball in plus field position a lot, and Mertz is going to turn the ball over at least three times a game. That's a fact at this point.
0: I, I, I don't know. I, I, I was just kind of like, kind of half joking when I said that. Like, holy shit. Like, dude, the game, Wisconsin had to lead in the fourth quarter. Then, no. Yes, they did. It was 13 oh 10. Oh. Notre Dame kick return, two pick sixes, 41 13. <laughs> like, they were winning
1: the game. They, <laughs> the Badgers with, I hate to say it, but Joel Stavi are 3-0 and probably right now.
0: Yeah. They
1: probably win all three of those games.
0: Dude, probably. With Bo Nix.
1: Yeah, why don't the Badgers just get a running quarterback? I've always wondered this.
0: Nobody wants... <laughs>
1: like, like he doesn't even need to be able to throw the football at all. Like, just have two running backs in there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> dude, I, I listen to people all the time. It's like, dude, it's not difficult to play Wisconsin quarterback. You hand the ball off. And you make easy, easy passes yeah. off play action. Yeah.
1: And it whoa, was- whoa, 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 whoa! Ty. we've we've been told otherwise that it is extremely difficult, and it is a very complex system. This has been said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Russell Wilson on the Bougers was disgusting, and all he did was hand the ball off, and then he would do one play action and hit a 65-yard bomb. That's just what happened all the time, and he didn't miss throws. Ty, do you remember that, though? Because we were last year on the pod, we were asking, like, hey, why is Graham Mertz not starting? Is this guy a joke? And then we were told that there was an article out there saying he wasn't ready and didn't learn the playbook or something. And I'm like, what's the playbook? Hand off right, hand off left? maybe play action 10-yard pass. I mean, how is this a complicated playbook? But that, yeah. was like, that was like our initial plug into like, hey, something's up here if this guy's not playing. I don't yeah. know. Just It seemed fishy from the start. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And now we see why. Because he is – he can't even freaking – talk about handoff, left, handoff, right, he can't even freaking take the snap. He can't yeah, he can't hand the ball off. He trips his he own He doesn't even yeah, he trips his own running back, dude. Who do we like what 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 do we do? Like what, what do you do? Start Wolf, start someone else, you sit him, you bench him, you and then, I don't know. This is the highest recruit you've ever had. Like granted he's not playing good at all. But you bench his ass. Bench you, him. All right. Bench the bench the five star guy or whatever he is, four star. Hopefully he transfers. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's what happens. But that may skip like to other guys that actually might be good, that are that level of recruit. You bench a guy like that, and those guys are just gonna be like, "Yeah, I'm going to go to like Illinois or some place that's going to let me throw the ball 50 times a game, and I'm not going to go to Wisconsin where I'm going to hand it off 35 to 40 times a game." Or like you roll with them and you recruit the hell out of the quarterback position this offseason. Yeah, that's probably, the of the that's probably the plan all the time, but <laughs> because we've got Jesus Christ. If this guy's the quarterback for the next three years, my God. Please no. Sell a lot of merch though. Oh yeah, he's getting that in that merch out there he's had that one five touchdown game and thought he was gonna make bank off of his merchandise they're probably trying people he better have good customer service because i'm assuming the people are calling trying to return their merch right about now
0: that, that, that. um i'm just gonna go to the next game on my card that i thought this game was just stupid louisville minus one at fsu Louisville on the road beats FSU thirty-one twenty-three. The line closed FSU minus one, so I got the worst of the number. Wise guys and sharps, I apparently love the way to FSU's favor. I know it's not much of a difference between minus one plus one, you know what have you, um, but I'm just gonna say just block i'm gonna blind fade florida state at this point like they're in three they're an absolute joke give me ls give me louisville did i say lsu before no i said fsu uh so i got louisville there they they scored 31 30- they got shot in the second half and still covered by eight i have like, all right um another one i had utsa now this is going into the group of five teams um, it was just interesting to me because I saw UTSA go down 20 on rip to Memphis. I'm like, this, this bet's a fucking loser. <laughs> Fuck this. And then they come back and they win outright 31 28. Anybody else have anything else on their cards that they want to get into? I know, Guy, my friend, you had something you wanted to get into in this college football slate. Did I? Bowling Green, Minnesota? Oh, Jesus.
3: That, I mean, that. I mean, that's me needs to get into this. Uh, AK, AK is a UM, University of Minnesota, current attendee. Uh, he works at whatever the hell the name of the stadium is. And
2: at 5 a.m.
3: Yeah, it's homecoming. And they lost to Bowling Green. Uh, I believe it's the Bowling Green Falcons. I don't even know. But uh, the worst color scheme of all time—it's brown and green, or brown and uh, orange. They're, they're, they're—it's ugly. The Gophers were terrible. PJ Fleck is a snake oil salesman. He somehow sold his way into being a Division One, like FBS coach. And I don't know, man. They lost to Bowling Green at home on Homecoming. It's Disgusting. I feel bad for Minnesota.
2: As thirty-one point favorites, correct?
3: Uh yeah, something like that. It was. I bet on Minnesota to cover the money on a parlay. That's it.
2: That is puke. Yeah, I mean,
0: yeah. I don't. But, know, man. That's Bowling all I got. Bowling Green shouldn't beat you on your own turf. No, yeah. Bowling Green is slightly better than Akron. I would say. Someone, someone just
1: entered. Maybe.
0: Yeah, Mad Max is coming in. Um, I believe um, we're trying to add Mad Max into the, into the conversation.
3: Um, I just feel bad for AK having to work all those hours for a team that is just horrid. Mo Ibrahim it went down. He's hurt, and his team can't pick up the slack for him. It's ridiculous. A Big Ten team losing to Bowling Green at home. As thirty-one point favorites, it's ridiculous. PJ Fleck is a snake oil salesman. He should be fired and probably not coach again.
5: He's a fraud.
3: Yeah,
1: the, the decision to punt, yeah, fourth quarter, <clears throat> like that is inexcusable coaching. Like, mm-hmm. in no way you spin that, can that ever turn out well? Yep. So you look at it and it's like probably 99.9% of the time you're gonna that's gonna end up poorly for you. You have to do so so many things have to go your way after that decision, where you almost have to just know you're on the fulcrum point where it's gonna either tip one way or the other when you put a little pressure. So you have to go for it, you just have to do that. You can't, Absolutely. You can't kick the ball away one first down and you're dead. You're just dead. Absolutely.
3: And that P- PJ went for it on his own like 29 earlier in that game and lost it or, di- or did not convert and Bowling Green ended up scoring. So, PJ, figure it out. What are you going to do? Are you going to go for it every time? or Are you going to just – it's a joke. It's a joke. Minnesota, I'm sorry for you. That's
1: all I got. I feel bad for Adam. Feel real bad. He gives it a great effort every week. The guy probably doesn't drink on Friday nights. Nope. I mean And he's a college student, which is commendable, because he's, he's got to be up. Drilling. He's out there rowing the boat. I don't, yeah. Uh, yeah, he does probably more work than P.J. Flack. I mean, he's there at 5 o'clock hitting the stadium ready. <laughs> yeah, He's probably having a nice sleep until 8 <laughs> o'clock, gets to the stadium, says, is rah-rah, whatever, we're going to do this. Then- I, I don't what that may, I think university. that one year when he was with Western Michigan, everyone was so high on the pj train, and then they just went out and lost to the Badgers. I mean, who they weren't that good of a team, and everyone was like, "Oh, undefeated Western Michigan, they should have been in the they're undefeated, and then you lose to like an average big Ten team, like and you probably should have gotten your doors blown off." I mean they I think they kept it within like two scores, but still Yeah. You you go from that to, you know what, Minnesota, we're just gonna we're gonna hand you the reins. We're gonna we're gonna let you do what you want. And then he just drives them right into the ground. And as a Badger fan, that's really nice to see, but <laughs> no. cool, that really sucks. I feel bad for him.
0: You're all two, two, two things going to hit on. Like, Michigan kept that... Western Michigan kept that within a score, I believe. But it was typical Wisconsin fuck shit. Like, red zone struggles. And, like, they could... Like, it should have been, like, a blowout. A blowout in that
1: game. But, yeah, but people... struggle. Like, oh, they should be in a New Year's Day. They're undefeated. I remembered scales on the internet talking about this. You know? And... You know, it's a great debate thing for ESPN and places like that to talk about, like, yeah, they're undefeated. Should they be and should they not? And obviously I'm falling for that bait, too. But, like, no, like you're not even close. You put that team up against a real team. Like, the Badgers are a good team, but they're not in the same league as a lot of these other schools that are real, like, that belong in the college football playoff. And they're going to get there. Doors blown off. It's not going to be close. Yeah. That's what Minnesota wants. I mean, that's you're that type of team where you got to say, Hey, we're trying to play for more than just okay. You hand your reins to a guy who rows the boat.
0: Okay. Yeah. And then another point like th- that year, yes. That year, yes. That college football year, there,
1: there were some big
0: boys. This year, it, I think it's like kind of wide open what we see Clemson doing or anything like that, and Alabama actually looks vulnerable against Florida. But, right. yeah, I agree I agree with that. And also, you said P.J. Fleck, I think, he gets to sleep for the games. Dude, I think the guy's on cocaine or something. This guy's just, like, amped up 24-7, whatever. And I just, like, as a Wisconsin fan, I look at fucking Wisconsin sideline, I see Paul Chris. It's the guy's just, like,
1: no emotion whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, he's hard. It's really hard to like Paul Chris sometimes.
3: You can't blame this.
1: His guys this
3: is his
1: this is his year where these are all Paul Chris guys and they have no running back like they usually have. They don't have a guy that can just make a guy miss and run 75 yards to the house. They have Lucy. And We'll they,
0: don't, they don't have, they don't have the playmaker at running. They don't have the fucking Melvin Ward, at
1: Could be their best running back, but clearly there's an issue between him and either Chris or somebody because they they don't play him at all anymore. And listen, they have no yeah. guys.
0: And listen, I I want to go back. I didn't mean to say J Flex on cocaine. I mean the guys energized at all times, so he's just like hopped up on Red Bull or whatever. The guy just is just, just energize your bunny, but coaching wise, I don't know. Maybe it's just something to be seen. Um, different story there. Um, what else here? What else? Um, do you want to get into more? I kind of Western Kentucky. I just wanted to get into this. You know, it's a Group of Five school. Uh, Bailey Zappi can sling the ball, boys. Western Kentucky quarterback, three hundred sixty-five yards, three touchdowns. Now they probably could have. There's a, there's a way to say you, they could have won this game outright. The Western Kentucky coach was a coward. He punts it to Indiana on fourth and one on Indiana's 48-yard line with 10 minutes left in the fourth. The offense at that point was averaging seven yards per play. Or they averaged seven yards per play this game. Uh, he didn't want to go for a fourth and one. Uh, they punted to, like, they net 34 yards on the punt, I think. And it's like, you just go for it, man. Like, why are we doing this? Why are we not going for this on fourth and one? 10 minutes left, gonna take, they could have taken the lead there. But um, that's pretty much it on my card, stuff to get into. I know there's other things, but not going to get into that. Other games you can get into in terms of, like, the whole college football slate, the big one was Clemson losing to NC State 27-21 in overtime. Um, I think Grawl hit the nail on the head before with the quarterback. This offense is anemic. Um, they can't get anything done. Um, And yet they're still ranked at 25
1: in the polls. Another thing is, like, their running backs, they're worse off than the Badgers. Like, they have, like, a guy named Shipley, who's a true freshman white kid, starting at running back. And he's, like, he's okay. But, I like, I think that kid is more of, like, a receiver, like a slot receiver look to him than a running back. He's small. He... Like, how do you go from Travis Etienne, like, a stud of a college running back? And you are one of the best teams in college football who always gets the best recruits to going to, like, a platoon running back situation without having a stud. It just it doesn't make sense.
0: And having when your running backs transfer to Wisconsin?
1: Yeah, the guy that was kind of, like, he didn't get a lot of carries. I mean, they talk about it literally every week on Badgers <laughs> games. But, yeah, he, he didn't play a lot there, obviously. But, still, you just don't see that out of Clemson. You kind of wonder, like, are the wheels coming off? Cause,
0: well, yeah, they hey, had no shot. now. They had no they- shot at winning the getting the playoffs, so
1: yeah i mean this is a they may just mail it in for the rest of the year i mean it's championship or bust for them they're used right. to in front of sold out crowds with a lot of energy they're in trouble now
0: yep other game um unc smoked by georgia tech like by 20 points i think the spread in this game was like georgia tech plus 12 they won by like 20 uh ACC I think it's just done another Heisman sort of like guy that was getting sort of hype was Sam Howell the UNC quarterback that's also done um rallying through these if you if you guys want to bring anything up just go ahead and do it Iowa State got beat again they always seem to struggle early. they're now two and two um they're laying the points like 34 and a half against Kansas this week but it's another game Oklahoma sneaks by West Virginia, 16-13. We kind of got into that in Oklahoma and Spencer Rattler and how he's struggling. Uh, And then Arkansas beats Texas A&M 20-10. I believe the spread there was 5.5. Texas A&M has 20 points total against Power 5 teams. Uh, That's worse than Wisconsin right now. Um, So that just... That just speaks to their struggles too, and they were supposed to be very good too, and maybe look to make some noise in the yeah, SEC. We'll see if
2: Arkansas uh, can hang when they play Georgia this weekend. Um,
4: mm-hmm.
2: we, talked about, uh, we talked about the big boys of college football. It's going to be Alabama, of course, and then usually Georgia's usually in there. So we'll see if Georgia can. Hang on against Arkansas. We'll see if Arkansas can hang, though.
3: Nah, man. Georgia, Georgia is favored by, like, 16 and a half. It's mm-hmm. going to be... I think they win by, like, 12. It's going to be... Nah. Arkansas, they're going to come back down to reality. I'd be shocked if they win this game.
0: Yeah. And we'll get into that, too, on our college football preview. Um, that's coming up later. Um, but... Yeah, I mean we can get into the NFL preview. We're at, we've been recording here for about seventy minutes now. Holy We're shnikes! We're touch- touching into the NFL recap. You want to try to speed this thing up a little bit, voice? I mean, there's a lot of NFL stuff too, um, but a long one. But the loss of stuff to recap here. So, uh, moving on to the NFL, the NFL recap. Um, sort of why Um. Actually, this weekend, we saw some movement happening. I know last podcast, Guy My Friend was sitting up top at eight. Guy My Friend sits at eight. Zero winners on the board uh, for week three. Um, he was on the Giants. Or Guy My Friend, you want to go through your card? or Do you know your card for the Super Contest? I can go through it. I had zero? You had no. zero. Giants? Oh, no. no. no, my card. Giants? Washington, um, Raiders, Jets, and uh, Eagles.
3: Oh, good God. You no. bet on
5: the
0: Jets.
3: I bet on the Jets. Yeah, they uh, – yep. Okay, that's my mistake. I screwed up. They're
5: horrible. Yep. I, I screwed up. I was old for 5.
0: Yes, you were old for 5. I went 0 for 5. Yeah, I mean, I you was went- – Still in first, but this is just supposed to show you Hacker Nation or me that things can change. Things can change very quickly yeah, that, in this contest. That, that's, that's the only thing I'll say. It, as is, Max,
1: there he is. That being so said, cool. Matt
0: Max has now joined the call. He had a perfect week, week three in the super contest. Matt wow. Max, do you want to go through your card? Or do you know your card? I can give you your card right now.
6: Yeah, it's coming in hot. Born ready. All that good stuff. Washington. Here we go. Washington minus one and a half.
0: At Atlanta. Hold up, hold up, hold up. We're recapping.
6: Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, oh, okay, okay. I think that was the same line as last week. I like that one too, but uh, last week's card. mm. Uh, I
0: I was five and all week one. Yeah, so Mad Max, your card last week was Panthers, Titans, Saints, Bills, and Broncos. So. Thank you. That was five and all. 5-0 and you're tied with with guy my friend there.
1: Hey, keep in mind too that Max didn't submit his picks in week 2 and went over and he came back and went, won 1-5, dude. Like that's fucking crazy.
0: Yes, as I'm saying, Luke, uh, get, get, you get you can get in there too. Get get your picks in. You can be up in the front runners. Like we're not great gamblers here are it ebbs and flows. You have, you're, you're seeing the board next week. You're not seeing the board. Stuff can happen. That's what I'm saying.
1: Wait, did I not get my picks in? It doesn't say you got your picks in. Well, oh, yes, I did. <laughs> what the hell? Hit the
0: submit button.
1: This yeah. is absolute bullshit, dude. I freaking went on there and made the damn picks. <laughs> <laughs> the this is board. so dumb.
0: The board don't lie
1: holy shit dude max legit didn't make his picks i went on there made the picks this is a technology error this is why we should go to mail in (laughs) Mm
6: -hmm. i like a good mail in
0: all right so then next in the standings tie for third is uh me and ak at seven apiece um I, I had three win- three winners last week. So yeah. That's that's the Dartmouth Super Contest. Uh Luke, we can touch on the we have a lot of members here in Dartmouth, but I think we can kind of touch in our, our pick'em league here. Yeah, three and two week. I'll go through the card. Uh Panthers minus eight. We talked about on last podcast. Um, because that's the Thursday night game. Um they just beat Davis Mills and Texans. Titans minus five. They struggled to get there. Tannehill turning it over against the Colts, but ultimately Wentz couldn't get it done. I'm like, Wentz is bad. And I I, last podcast too, I misspoke. I thought Wentz was ruled out. Easton was going to get some time, but that didn't end up happening. And the Titans pulled it out. Uh, Cardinals minus seven and a half. Hey, I mean, they had no business covering the spread. Um, It's just the ultimate incompetence of the Jaguars that week. Uh, But now we just saw Thursday night too, that the Jaguars kind of, if you don't do stupid shit, uh, you can hang in the game. or You can hang in the game. And they could have won outright. Um, then we had the Raiders. Ultimate, public, Joe's side. Um, Jacoby Brissett seems to be better for the Dolphins than Tua. It's an overtime game. Uh, they had a fourth and goal touchdown to get it into overtime. And they had to convert a, a two-point conversion to get it into overtime. So that's what happened there. Uh to get into that goal-to-goal situation, the Raiders had a pass interference penalty, and then we ended with another loss. 49ers minus three and minus three and a half. Listen, we, had, we said public dogs have fleas. Pack the public dogs. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers did Rodgers thing. It, they never got close to the number. I mean, they they took the lead, but the cover was never there. So that's, that, uh, that's our live line loop in my uh, pick-em-a-card.
1: Yeah, Ty, do you have the standings up? I don't know how many games we're at at first on that, uh, but we're not sitting in too bad of shape. I believe we are two-and-a-half games out of first place. I believe the leader has nine-and-a-half.
5: There three weeks.
0: Yeah, I can get those pulled up quick. Um, I can get those pulled up, definitely. Um, guys, just... But
5: I mean, the vomit, those those vomit the bag, part
1: about it, the vomit part, tie was just how chalk we were. Like, we were so chalk on our lines. I don't regret the bets, but, like, we should have taken Chargers. We talked about that. We should have taken Vikings. We talked about that. And we went against backup QBs and went chalk, and then we bet against Rodgers. And every time we do that, he burns us. So maybe we need to just keep doing that so the Packers win, but, uh, yeah. yeah, I don't
0: know. Yeah, uh, right now – we are two and a half out of first. You're correct in that.
1: Yeah, and we and we lost. Uh there was a little bit of mis- miscommunication. Took the Thursday night game with uh the Bengals. So we're already 0-1 to start this week. Not a good start. Looking to get four. Looking to get four uh on Sunday
0: though. A little miscommunication there, but hey, it's all good. I'm my on
1: all- my bad. On my bad, on my bad.
6: <laughs>
0: But then also, uh, guys, I'm just gonna keep on rolling through the through what we have here. The contest, the the Survivor League that we have. Um, nobody was eliminated week three. Um, Eleven remaining still. Um, four people on the Ravens. So that game saved by a leg. Of Justin Tucker, 66 yard record breaking field goal. Um, like, <laughs> just a gut punch to the Lions, but. I mean, if you want to get into this, we can't.
6: It was a knee, it was a knee punch I, I saw it as. <laughs> I mean, is, if, Campbell, if, Campbell,
5: if, Campbell,
1: if Campbell was smart, he would have bit the leg off of Tucker and they would have won the game.
6: <laughs> the only leg that ended up mattering was the only leg he might not have bitten off. I right. that
1: right not smart not smart it was just dude it was typical freaking lions football you watch the crowd they were just like deflated and the best part was half of them didn't know it didn't go in so like they had that brief moment of oh yeah and then it's just oh well dude that kick did like bounce straight up yeah i mean the the line shouldn't have even been close in that game anyways if Marquise Brown, no longer Hollywood. Would. What? have caught some balls. Like, I know. People are like, oh, Lamar Jackson can't hit his receivers. Uh, he hits them when they're wide open for touchdowns, and they just throw the ball We're at the, the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse to call this guy Hollywood Brown. I refuse. And he- Lamar gets the blame. And Lamar gets the blame. And it's... It's bullshit. It is Lamar is so good?
0: Yeah. They are also saying my team's the fucking Mark
1: Andrews.
5: Like that's it,
0: <laughs> dude. It's it's so bad. He dropped. I, I listened to a podcast. He left like thirty to forty fantasy points on the field with those drops combined between him and Lamar Jackson. On draft. Dude, do
1: you do you know what are their running backs? By the way, what are what are their what's their backfield? It's gone now. They all that. They all, all of them are gone. So I think now... Th- it was it's Python. Lamar Jackson. <laughs> it was Tyson yeah.
0: and
5: I mean, I mean it wasn't it like a like, way to pick up a right.
1: They had all these old washed up guys. Dude, give the ball to this freaking Tyson guy. Give the ball to him.
0: <laughs> the Ad Max's keyboard is super loud. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: I love this shit. I don't know. He's, I, when he's too, I can, um, that was a keyboard coming in.
0: <laughs> but no, I agree with that that Hollywood Brown take. I'm sorry. I, my <laughs> keyboard two run tizen gets up there too, but <laughs> it's a good it's a good effect, like looking up stats. Like uh it's a good effect. Um no, just stop uh, uh,
1: calling to, the guy stop calling the guy Hollywood Brown. Yeah, like I mean, if he, if he starts catching balls again, he can go back to being Hollywood Brown because that's probably how he got the nickname. Like you know, like a lot of people are from Hollywood, Florida, so you got to be able to be the one that catches the most footballs in the NFL to get to be called Hollywood. And right now, you're dropping a lot of footballs. Yep. Yep.
0: yep for sure. Um, going through the like rest. I really like um, Watkins. Yeah, that too. That too. Three people on the Broncos. They shout the Jets 26 Rip. Um, um, three people on not. the Panthers.
1: Three... <laughs> what, what girl? I said one guy not on the Broncos E or guy. <laughs> oh my God.
3: Not,
5: not survivor, not. though.
3: Come on, I teased the Jets to plus like 24 and I watched the end of the game. They don't play football. The Jets, the Jets don't play football, they play some other game. Like I, I, it's not even worth talking about. I'm sorry. Like yeah, it's not it's the Jets. The Broncos I may that? fade the Jets for the rest of the season. Correct. That's what you should do. The Broncos are not a great football team. They shouldn't beat anybody by 26 or whatever they did. And guess who they beat by 26? The fucking Jets. So that's – and I bet on the Jets to cover 24. It's ridiculous. Don't even – whatever. It's, yeah. it, it's over.
5: Go, Sorry. Ahead, Max. Go
3: ahead. There's a
6: reason they're called the New York football giants. Yeah. They throw football in there. Because yeah. they know they need to specify. The Jets don't even know it. They don't even know what they're playing yet. They're gonna figure it out though. Yeah. Maybe
3: if they don't have like Rex it. Ryan, <laughs> Jesus. It, I mean, Zach Wilson. He's embarrassing. They're uh, whatever. Sorry, it's over. Sorry. Moving on.
5: Moving on. We don't. Good. The, the
0: next. The next on the survivor. Shit. Three people were on the Panthers. They beat the Texans Thursday. We mentioned this before. And then one person didn't get, didn't get up for the Sunday, um, got in on the Monday and had to pick the Cowboys. Ultimately, the Cowboys handled the Eagles Monday night. Now, I believe it was he didn't get the picks in on Sunday, or maybe he was just lockstep. I'm going to take the Cowboys. I think they're <laughs> going to handle the Eagles here. So, think it eliminated. So, that was Survivor League personal cards um we can get into them we can get into personal cards i know that i will go through my okay I'll, I'll i'll go through my personal card titans minus five and a half teaser two units saved by fucking uh tucker's leg there i'd Ravens minus 1.5, Cardinals minus 1, lost in the Niners, W with the Chargers, Ravens minus 7.5. We already talked about it. Catch the ball, Hollywood. Um, And then Stafford, prop copter. Talk about the prop copter because I was in the Stafford over 2.5 passing touchdowns. That was just a juicy,
1: juicy line. Yeah, I mean, the way you attack the Buccaneers is through the air. Stafford looks locked in. They got a lot of weapons. I loved that. Uh, I got it at plus – money too which was huge and uh I don't know I'm starting to think after doing this whole betting thing for a while that I'm just gonna stop betting lines and I'm just gonna tease games and bet props because it's just stupid to bet lines on games now I don't know but I like I like that prop sorry I went on a little bit of a tangent there but I like that prop prop copters hot
5: I don't know I'll plug a little bit later I guess
6: A little dead time there. A little dead time.
5: Oh shit. <laughs>
6: what what just happened? What
0: uh,
6: happened? I'm in I'm in tie tie die. die, die, die. Yes, yeah, uh, I got it. Die. Die, die, die
0: Another thing that was on my card, of course, you just gotta roll at this point. Um it's 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 Rhino's theme teaser. Rhino's theme teaser last grace. Oh, So, the California teaser, California love, team teaser for Rhino. I'll go for the teams then. Start off the Rams plus 11 and a half. Uh, they just smoked the Bucks. The Chargers plus 12, went out right against the Chiefs. And then the Niners, we talked about teasing through the zero. Don't matter. Doesn't matter to California love. You just throw it on there. And uh, they, 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 they lost outright, but the plus seven there. Or plus six and a half, you got it at, Rhino? Plus six and a half. Yeah, plus the doesn't matter. They uh they least by one, so that cashes. Round theme teaser in the years now three and zero. Oh. so that that was a that was a good that was a good hit there for me as well. I'm just gonna ride that. And Ryan's gonna have another theme teaser come up later in the fun. Uh, I'm gonna be riding that as well. Yep. Nobody else. Nobody else wants to get into their card.
5: Yeah, no.
0: All right. We can move on to other NFL storylines, I suppose, of what happened over uh, the weekend. Um, NFL recap continued here. Uh, Mm -hmm. Big Ben. Big Ben. Yes, Big Ben. I had that next. Like, go ahead, girl.
1: I I don't know what you do as Steelers because there's no quarterbacks in this upcoming draft that I would really want to take that I'd look at and see and say – This is the guy, and clearly, like, Rudolph, I don't even know if he's still on their team, but he's a problem. Like, you got guys swinging helmets at you. That doesn't happen every day in the NFL, so that guy, I don't think you want as a starter. And then you got Hodges, who, like, yeah, he's, like, kind of a funny storyline, but... (laughs) <laughs> I don't know if you want that guy's your start either, considering that team was a playoff.
5: Oh, yeah, uh, I had written down it's magic, it's magic, it's, it's, magic.
1: it's, it's magic. magic. Yep. I mean, it, it's like maybe solution, but like you, you can't really use Big Ben right now. I mean that that clip of him falling over was so bad. Like, it's so bad. That, like, that's, an, that's a professional athlete who took four steps, didn't have anyone within, like, five feet of him, and he tripped and fell. Like, what's going on? No, it's that, bad. That's a and Super then, Bowl champion. That's a Super Bowl champion. Yeah. Like, I know you, you yeah. know, he won, he did a lot for your organization. Like, great. Career, all this stuff, but that horse is out to pasture. Is all I'm gonna say. He's retiring. they have
6: in nothing behind him?
1: They, he's retiring though. But just let's just be clear about that. He will be announcing this is his last season very, very shortly. Yeah, what if he doesn't? He's he, or they're gonna just say, "Hey, buddy, uh, it's time." Yeah, but do you remember like when the Packers had a? Similar situation to that. I mean, I think Favre had a couple more years in him still. But... Favre like this.
6: He, play, he played MVP level in Minnesota.
1: Yeah, they lost. Did. Roethlisberger they did. threw the ball to his running Minnesota. back 20 times yeah. in this game. Yeah, he he doesn't have a lot of power in the rocket arm anymore. Okay, Favre still had a fucking cannon. He had copper fit. All over, and was throwing seeds when he Toplin. was with Minnesota. Shoot Wranglers, like dude. Roethlisberger threw it twenty times to his running back because Coblin literally understands this guy can't throw the ball more than ten yards.
0: Yeah, dude. I'm on the stats right now for the game. Roethlisberger had 58 attempts, 318 yards. Average that out, quick. Like that's not great. That that's terrible. 318 yards on 58 attempts. That's five yards an attempt. It's terrible.
1: Yeah, I mean, he just looks so bad, and their defense didn't look good without Watt. I'll say that either. Like, if Watts, he, may, he must be that good because that defense usually is. Yeah. Shut down the Bills, week this one. Team, yeah, this team beat the Bills. Mm. <laughs> Like, they looked like one of the worst teams in football.
0: That's the ultimate, like, see, there's Mike Tomlin, dogs, but they somehow beat the Bills, and then they're favorites the next two games, and they just, like, gag. And then you see Roethlisberger do this. Um, Moving on, I guess CMC getting injured is a big storyline. Chuba Hubbard going to get plugged in there for Carolina. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury, I mean, We'll just get into this for myself. Joe, embarrassment. (laughs) Yeah, at least the the Cardinals somehow covered, like you said. But he trots out Matt Prater for a 68-yard field goal at the end of the half. That ends up getting returned for a Jaguars 109-yard touchdown by Agnew. Um, But they still end up covering. I mean, that's just – that's just Cliff Kingsbury using Cliff Kingsbury. So – Another one I have, well, going down the list of my storylines, Bears, Matt Nagy, Fields, they net one passing yard. Fields got sacked nine times. I, I don't know, maybe Zany Matt Nagy, call up, roll out, do something, move Fields around. I don't know. Offensive genius, Matt Nagy, couldn't do anything with Justin Fields.
1: I mean, Jason Peters is a tackle on your team. And he is 40 years old against Miles Garrett, who is one of the scarier human beings in the NFL.
0: He did the helmet smash.
1: Yeah, like terrifying guy. (laughs) Jason Peters is not that guy anymore. He used to be that guy. He would have stuffed Miles Garrett 14 years ago. Probably, like, five years ago, maybe. But yeah, not, that like, like that's not good for Justin Fields. Like, you can't have him try and stay in the pocket when it's just not there. <laughs> it's It wasn't there. It wasn't even close. You're just abusing well, him. They, it, it was they, bad. Uh, they interviewed Nagy after the game, and Nagy, Nagy said that we did not adjust the play for calling the- for Fields as quarterback. Like they just had the same, the same strategy as if Dalton was in, which I, is just yeah. horrible coaching. Do you do that, yeah. like, like if you say that as a coach, like you should just be immediately fired. Like, isn't right. your? I mean, it's a joke, dude. It's a play a joke. for the team that you have on the field, like to win games, and you're just going to say, "We're not, we're not going to run an offense for." or draft pick that we traded up to get. Like, I know he's a rookie. I know whatever, whatever. But this team, I don't think they had really high expectations coming into the season.
5: Mm
1: -hmm. And I don't don't know what you even build for with Nagy as your coach.
0: No. And then Nagy also came out, uh, breaking news, I guess, that happened on Friday, was he's going to announce the starter at game time. So it's like a game time decision who's starting at quarterback. Like, are we like a major league baseball guy announcing a lineup at the start? Like, this is guys from my pitcher. Dude, it's a quarterback. Put a fucking quarterback in. Game time decision who you're gonna start? Like, what are you gonna do? Flip a coin? This is yeah, my
1: starter. I mean, it should be fields anyways, but Well if, hey, a defenses don't have to freaking prepare for a certain quarterback because they're gonna just run the same damn offense anyways. Like it doesn't matter. You don't do anything all week to frickin' prep anything. That's a joke.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's keeping it close to the He just chest without a zany Matt Nagy.
1: Yeah, zany. Three words for that guy.
6: Right. Naughty nags.
0: <laughs> Nutty <laughs> Nags. What does the N in Matt Nagy, what does the N in Nagy stand
6: for? Nimwit.
5: Yeah,
0: it's gonna go with nincompoop, but yeah, good one. Mm. Good one. Uh sorry, fuck. Um, other storyline: Chiefs in last place, AFC West, sole owners of last place in that division, losing to the Chargers. Um, they had three straight turnovers. Open up in the Chargers game, they lose to the Chargers thirty to twenty-four. Um, next storyline: Rams roll thirty-four to twenty-four. Um, Cup number one fantasy wide receiver. Two more touchdowns added to his total. Um, like I t- we touched on before, Prop Copter Stafford. Love that. Um, Buccaneers pass funnel defense is sort of just fed into that, like we touched on. Um, anything else in the the storylines in the NFL boys? Do we did we like go in on Rodgers and how awesome he is yet?
6: No, we haven't even touched that. Shall we begin?
0: Go ahead, Mad Max.
6: Man, I, I, I want to start somewhere else before I, before I go to Rogers. There's sure. endless things that can be said about Rogers, and most of them will echo the same sentiment. But Devonte Adams, everyone knows he's great. He's a one, you know. He's the top whatever receiver in the league. He's a kind of fantasy guy that you, you you're going to take. First, second, third receiver in the draft. Set him and forget him. He's going to score 12, 14 touchdowns a year. That's great. But he's making people just, he's checking ankles in so many different ways. His progression from, I think this is his ninth season in the league now. His progression from then, like year to year. He's a different receiver this year than he than he was last year. And it's just phenomenal to watch. I was saying during the game. Until he got knocked out, and I don't know, he only missed like three plays, but the game flow was going as such that with like 10 minutes left in the third quarter, I said, this guy could have 20 catches tonight. And there was just nothing San Fran could do about it, and Green Bay just decided to not give him 20 catches for whatever reason. I mean, it worked out, so nothing to complain about, but he's that kind of wide receiver, and it's just been fun as hell to watch him grow. Mm-hmm.
2: So
6: there's my Rogers talk.
2: Perfect. Uh yeah, I mean
3: I could not agree more about Devontae. I was Devonte doubter like early in his career.
1: I was one of those packages. I was the guy. I called him Dravante. For a Drop-Vante. long time. He used to drop so yep. many balls. Yep.
3: And he would like give up on routes and just uh, I don't know if he. I don't know if he actually gave up on routes or like I just didn't like him, so I would just pick on him. But now it's just like, oh, all right, uh, the back shoulder route to Devante is a gimme. That's you can't can't cover that, and yeah,
1: he's insane. He's ridiculous. So he he beats double coverage with ease quite often, and that. Like he makes the other receivers so much better because they are not that good. We have Alan Lazard and like Marcus Valdez Scantling
5: who he can run
1: great. But within five yards, he's not like really that much of a weapon. And you can use Devontae Adams anywhere, anytime. And he's gonna make at least one guy miss and get positive yardage. And I've heard people say, like, oh, down the street, uh,
3: Aaron is only looking for Adams or only looking for Devontae. It's like, yeah, that's the guy he's going to throw it to. Like, I mean, that's the guy you want him to throw it to. Who else? Yeah, who who else? Like, we'll throw it to MVS for a bomb. Like, just run fast and beat him. But, yeah, no. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Devontae is...
1: He's the truth, right? Yeah, he's I mean, gotten so much better.
0: Yeah. no question about it. I was gonna get into it too. Like the game, the Packers game. They come out. They come out. Uh, they come out ahead. The defense never seems to get the stop that they need. Roger has a bail mode again. Like that's that's how it felt, right, guys? Like. Here comes the drive. Like, San Francisco is using Kyle Juszczyk in 70% of their snaps, and this guy is driving down the field with Juszczyk and fucking whomever. Like, Jimmy Garoppolo, he he led a game-scoring drive, a go-ahead drive with 37 seconds left on the clock. Like, against any other quarterback, or, like, you could pick, like, three quarterbacks, maybe, being Brady, Mahomes, and uh, Rodgers. Or, like, you can maybe argue some here or there, but, like, any other team he does that against, that's a game-winning drive. But it turns out, like, 37 seconds and no timeouts, Rodgers is in field goal range with two plays. And it, it it's the first play, obviously, with those drives. Just across the middle, like, a, a deep ball, like, lofted over the, the first, over, the, like, I guess the first uh, coverage and in between the second coverage. Um and just hit, hits Devontae, and then uh, ends up hitting Devontae again, correct? To get him into Mason yeah. Crosby range. So, yeah, I was just going to say that. Like, dude, it, it was insane. Like, yes. he, he, he did the damn thing for his team, you'd
3: say. Yes. Okay, so, BJ, in the chat, first of all, like, I had... I've never been so sure of something in my life that San Francisco would come down and score and take the lead because they needed six to tie, right? And seven to take the lead. Right. They're definitely scoring and taking the lead because why? I have no, like.
0: Because the Packers never stopped.
3: Because it's just the Packers. Packers. And, like, there were some questionable calls, but that's the way it was going to go. All right? We're going to be down
0: before before you get into more of your story as to interrupt packers also stupidly take all three of their timeouts yep. before we get this point so go ahead no that's it
3: that's all it was like i'm not trying to predict the future like we've all seen it before we've all seen it like oh we're gonna give up a fucking score that we shouldn't and we're gonna not have timeouts because we've taken them when we shouldn't mostly it was Mike McCarthy that would like to take those timeouts. Well, now lately it's, oh, LaFleur or oh, we're, we're we're learning that LaFleur still takes those timeouts, so maybe it's Rodgers that is taking those timeouts when we shouldn't take them,
1: but whatever. was like to take liberties with timeouts where he will try and change the play or do whatever extremely yep. late, and it's like sometimes just a neutral play, like is better than burning that timeout. Like I know sometimes on like a whatever they're trying to do what they're whatever he wants, it's not happening fast enough, he knows. Like just hand the ball to your running back. Like you have a pretty good running back. Like just let him try and do something. We shouldn't burn the timeout. Like on a third down in a key situation, yeah. But like a early third quarter drive maybe just try and make something happen rather than burn that timeout. Because if the Packers do lose this game, like we can't use the, oh, we were burning timeout. Or... Rogers. you're the one burning the timeouts. You can't, like, there's no excuse for not having timeouts. Yeah. So, and girl, they burn I, us at some point, but it's I just would, food for thought.
3: I will totally agree with that. Like, I used to think it was like, Mike McCarthy can't manage a clock, but now it's just like I think Rogers is, like you said, it's just totally micromanaging or just like, dude, snap right. it, just snap it. Sometimes, right. and we
1: may not have the right play. Like you're yeah. good, enough. you can probably do something to avoid a bad outcome. Yes, like, and if it is not a great outcome, that timeout still maybe has more use in the future than burning it with seven minutes in the people <clears throat>
0: Yes. Sorry. I, agree. I just had a great Cody cough there. Sorry. Um uh but yeah I mean that's the one thing I guess the one thing we're kind of nipping at Rogers there, but it turns out it didn't end up burning him. No,
1: I mean Doesn't really matter. So right, exactly. And Mike McCarthy,
0: in fact, can't manage a clock. Just like look at the past like three weeks. Monday
1: night first half bungle was something to behold.
0: And then he got bailed up by Greg Zerwine kicking a fifty-six yarder when he couldn't handle the clock either, but uh but still clock issues and Uh it like we've discussed before too in the podcast about like I don't know what you'd call it, the rules, the Packer rules, the Packers, they they will do this. He rattled off like five of them, and he said the Packers will take stupid timeouts, they'll waste their timeouts. So that's what happened. But, I mean, we just just need to get it out there that Rodgers bails his team out again. Like, it was incredible.
5: Really good.
6: And if they would have lost that game, what do you think would have happened? I think that I, I think the consensus opinion would have been
1: Tucker's if fan. he
6: goes incompletion incompletion.
1: It
6: you know, fourth, I, don't it I don't think
1: it mattered either way. I don't think it mattered either way. I think we were like, still the refs, right? People are going to blame the refs. They're going to say, like, Yes, like, true, true. That rounding, whatever. People that were anti Rogers are still anti Rogers for some fucking crazy reason. Yes.
0: Yeah. And like the people who said, Rodgers is uninterested and all that bullshit. Like he just, like after after all of that, after all of that, like he just. I think I don't know. I can't. I can't reason with that. I can't reason with.
1: That. What more do Packer fans want than this fucking dude playing quarterback? I just don't get like. You see week in, week out, if you watch football, you see terrible, terrible, terrible quarterback play. And we have a great Hall of Fame, maybe one of the greatest of all time quarterbacks, and we find a way to, like, bitch about it. It's insane to me.
5: Yeah.
6: Well, if if you were watching the way I was, you know that Mason Crosby's reason that game was won. That's
1: what the (laughs) Packer haters would say, yes. The right. That's what they would say he's a good he's a good kicker though. I will give him that. That guy, there was like mm-hmm. two
5: mm-hmm.
1: where he was like missing crossbar, everyone hated him, blamed him for a bunch of shit. Then a game in Denver <laughs> yeah. Yeah. or uh, Detroit. Game in bad. Detroit. He makes kicks now. And he has gray hair. He is back. Yeah, he, he had like a he had like a bad stretch the of games are the Packer. There the cut that, shit. That, that is Packers though. Like, dude, this guy's been a legend and an awesome kicker. He has like a yips period for a few weeks, and Packer fans want him on the next freaking bus out of Green Bay. Like, dude. Yes, oh there are there are a lot of scale. All right. That's that's the NFL recap.
0: I mean, we're on we're on one hour, fifty minutes of recording. Time to get into the college football card here. Oh, a, little a, <laughs> a little discussion. A little discussion. Up, this yeah. might be a mixed bag yeah. special, three-hour podcast here, boys. So, let's get into the into the college football card. You want to do that? Go ahead and look at it. I mean, there this this card is stacked with a bunch of big games. Um, I'll start off: Cincinnati at Notre Dame. Number seven Cincinnati visiting Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Uh, plus two dogs. I'm personally on Cincinnati. I actually got it at minus one and a half, so it's like hovering around that two, one and a half range. Um, thoughts on this game? Anybody else? The big games? Uh, I like Cincinnati.
1: Cats. Give me the cats, too. Yeah. Uh, I mean, everyone knows I'm a Notre Dame guy. like Notre Dame. Uh... <laughs> Nobody knows this. I know. Well, everybody in the chat knows that. So that's you guys. But uh, they haven't looked great. Jack Cohen stinks. He doesn't stink. I mean, I would take him over Mertz. Yes. And every day that ends in why. But uh, so I don't really know what to think of Notre Dame. Like, they're not very good. No. This is
0: my thought process. Man, taking Cincinnati. Listen, I hear a bunch of stuff about Notre Dame and how they handled Wisconsin. Like we mentioned before in the podcast, dude, it was Wisconsin was winning this game, um, in the fourth quarter. So, had they, did they really fucking smoke Wisconsin? Did they look great against Wisconsin? They ran the ball thirty-four times. They had like something like six rushing yards or nine rushing yards. Like that doesn't really cut it for me. Ah, uh, they escaped FSU in overtime. Uh, FSU is now 0-4. They lost to Jacksonville State the next week. Um, they escaped Toledo. Uh, it took a game-winning drive. They were actually losing to Toledo. Um, they beat Purdue by 14. Okay, uh, they were outgained in that game. Uh, and against Wisconsin, like I said, they were losing the fourth quarter kick return, two pick sixes, and they're outgained in that game. So people want to back Notre Dame and say Cincinnati struggled with Indiana. I could just turn that around and say, like, dude, th- these box scores, even though Notre Dame wins, you look at the box score. It's like a, it's kind of like a box score. Um, I don't know, paradox. Not paradox. Is that what it is? Paradox? I don't know. Uh, but I'm going to be on Cincinnati there. I can get into the next big game here. Uh, Ole Miss at Alabama, number 12, Ole Miss visiting Alabama. The line is 14 and a half. The total in this game is set at 79. Um, expect it to be a shootout now, I don't have a side in this game yet. Uh, I might be obligated to throw something on somewhere um but that total at seventy nine it seems like we'll have a fun one with lots of points.
1: <clears throat> yeah, I would I have no idea where to go with this game because Alabama is obviously good, and you don't really know how good Florida is. So you don't really know how much value to put on that game. It's still so early. But 79 points is a lot of points. Like, Alabama, if their defense decides to show up at all, like, in any way, yeah, that's going under. Like, right, That's the value. It's got to be 40 to 40. That's my favorite (laughs) play of the week. That's 40 to 40. That's a lot of touchdowns. Like I expect Ole Miss to give up forty points minimum. But I don't know if they're gonna score forty points on Bama.
6: Lock of the week. Lock that in hackers. Minus seventy nine and a half. Check this out. Sell a point. Always sell the point, but this time especially sell the point. And if they'll let you sell two, sell three.
1: (laughs) I don't know. Selling i will put that in right now. I'm uh,
3: I'm with Mad Max. I think I think Bama Bama covers and I think they hold uh I think they hold them to like a ridiculously low amount of points. I think it's not even gonna approach seventy nine. That's ridiculous. It's yeah. gonna be Bama Bama might score sixty. The other team might score
6: 20.
1: I think Stephen's gonna take that personally and be like
6: Lane Kiffin, that's
1: you're gonna bring so- Lane
6: Kiffin and think he's gonna score 40 on me. That's my yeah. son.
3: That is exactly, exactly. That's
6: preposterous.
3: Mad Max and I are on the same page, dude. That's Lane on his Kiffin. home turf yeah. in Tuscaloosa.
6: Kiffin.
3: I built you, it- I, I bred you, I made you, I made you, Lane Kiffin. You are not going to sniff me, no yeah. way. Okay. I, you're my spawn. Counterpoint.
6: Not
0: counterpoint.
3: my stand, not my problem. Not my... JJ no. spawn.
0: Finally. Okay, okay. Something, something here. Just to throw a, a counterpoint to this. Um, Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss gave Alabama problems last year. Um, So I'll just throw out there. Ole Miss had a bye. I think Lane Kiffin had this game circled out on his calendar. Somebody maybe be skewing some things up for this Alabama um Alabama's defense couldn't really you know that Florida game girl mentioned um how much you want to take away from that but literally uh, Florida State's quarterbacks were like one-dimensional that that game was they didn't, they couldn't throw the ball they just ran all over Alabama so in terms of the total aspect I don't know 79 I know it's a lot of fucking points man it's a lot of points I'm just throwing some counterpoints there just to be contrarian or whatever but uh, you, you guys like the under that 14 and a half Anything that interests you there. I know the back door is wide open, especially with this many points. That backdoor is wide open. Lane Kiffin and whatever. Alabama. I, I, I don't know. It, the hook. If you get the hook, you think that back door is I think the back door is open. Just saying. I don't know if I'm gonna throw on this yet, because I have been the guy that says or a lot of people say is you don't win money betting against Bama. So I might stay away from this game and just enjoy it. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see though.
6: Unless you're betting Notre Dame in a little CFP. And you might win some money on betting against Bama. Ain't that right, Cole?
0: Yeah, they did cover. That was – somehow they covered that game.
6: They only played for the cover. They had no – they did not want to be a national championship finalist. They had – Brian Kelly said, hey, boys, check this out. Seven-minute drive to pull within 14. (laughs)
1: That's all we're here for.
4: Yeah, that was what's ridiculous.
5: You
1: want to make the boosters happy, you cover. That's how. That's how you get new uniforms every game. Yeah, Notre it's Dame, a gaggy. In
0: Notre Dame stand, Notre Dame Stan Grawl is happy with that too.
1: Hey, I probably made money on that.
0: <laughs> all right, next big game or a battle of two undefeated and two ranked opponents is Baylor visiting Oklahoma State. Um, like I said, both undefeated. Oklahoma State's minus three and a half. I think I'm going to jump on Oklahoma State minus three and a half on this one. Um, reason being, I, I don't know Baylor. I don't really see it with them um, covering this or covering this. I, I don't know. You guys have any thoughts on this game? It's sort of a little off the radar type of big game, but it's still two ranked opponents and two undefeateds.
1: I like Baylor. For no reason other than they have some extremely athletic defensive players. And I don't think that Oklahoma. Yeah, not anymore, but similar type guys. I don't think that Oklahoma State is used to playing against teams that are going to run with them. Because they just get athletes. And then they just try and put up points on offense and see what happens on defense.
6: Sean Oakman is a Canadian football defensive end for the Toronto uh, somethings. Oh, French French word. I don't know. He's in the CFL. That guy looked like he was out of eligibility when he walked on campus. Unbelievable. Yeah. That guy that, cannot get a job. Wow. 6'9". That is ridiculously tall. Is that
0: yeah. the Toronto Argonauts? Or is that? That's probably different.
6: Argonauts. Is that Easy they're for they're... you to say. <laughs>
0: okay. But I was just going to say I was going to take Oklahoma State because Baylor, like you said, they got some athletes looking like Sean Oakman. Uh, they beat Kansas, and they just beat Iowa State, who is, always struggles at the start. The other two are against Texas State and against Texas Southern. I don't know. I was just thinking, leaning Oklahoma State there, just trying to give it a pick. Not, not certain if I'm overly confident in this, but you know Oklahoma State, they went on their own at Boise State and won. Of course, they probably showed one outright that was mentioned, like on the Twitter clip and um, in this podcast before. That was just a heartbreaker, heartbreak hotel. Boise State should have taken a, a fumble to the house, ultimately uh, ruled dead. Um, but yeah, that, that's what that was my thinking behind that um, that lean there on Oklahoma State. Um, next big game is Arkansas, number eight, visiting Georgia, number two. Georgia. It's now minus 16 and a half. Um, It was at 18 for a little bit there, but now it's uh, 16 and a half. Personally, I'm going to be on Arkansas on this one. Boys, what are your thoughts on this?
5: I love Arkansas. Woo pig, suey. Yeah, woo pig. I am also in Arkansas.
3: Listen. Easy. Easy one. Three scores. For
0: the crane yeah. AA. <laughs> I I I like I agree with that that uh guy because listen Arkansas State I think they, they were getting disrespected. Uh they were they were uh five point dogs, Texas AM. They win by double digits. They were um dogs against um slipping my mind here for a little bit. What is it? can't remember, but there were dogs in another game. I think it was Texas. They were dogs in Texas to win that game by double digits. Um, the 16 and a half still seems disrespectful to me. Georgia, they beat Clemson, who they didn't score an offensive touchdown in that game against Clemson. Um, so are we really riding that, that, that high on that Clemson win? I know they've absolutely dominated other teams like UAB, South Carolina, and Vanderbilt, but this is a different opponent in Arkansas. They've shown they can play, and um, the total is also pretty low here. So, um, with the total being that low, I think it's 47.5. Um, around that range, you're getting 16.5 points. I, I like uh, Arkansas to play this a little closer Hogs. than that three-score game. Hogs and the over. Hogs and the over, baby. Yes, sir. Isn't that what he says? Sam Pittman? Yep. Hogs and the over. Easy peasy. All right, all right. That's what I have for big games. Other big games, I'm not calling Wisconsin a big game. That's not a fucking big that's game. A big, that's a big game. Wisconsin.
5: I think Michigan wins easy.
0: I hate to say it, but I think so too. I don't think it's a big game. Why? That's a big game. It's just a big
3: game. If Michigan is involved,
0: it's a big game. All right. Yeah, I guess you could say Pitch Michigan. Pox. Undefeated Michigan, but like with Fish
1: not. Pox. Yeah, they'll probably beat the shitty Badgers, but like. The Badgers. After- when do they play somebody else? They'll lose. Yeah. Okay. Listen. High. I'm with Ty. It's a. It's hardly a big game. Hardly. Putting all. Oh, hard- in no. Hardly.
3: Putting Either. all, uh, but putting all biases aside, wh- how are we winning this game?
0: That's what I'm saying.
3: I can't put all biases aside. Well, how are how are the Badgers winning this game, dude?
5: I Two defensive think, scores.
0: Look, Ryan and I looked at this fucking game. It opened at it opened at Badgers what plus one. Plus one. I was like, okay, that's a joke. I, I just stupidly fired in on Michigan minus one. Then the line I see right now, it's Michigan plus two and a half. So the game flipped. Now Wisconsin's favorite in this game. I, I don't how understand.
5: Are this game?
0: How are we winning this game?
3: Exactly. The total's at 43. I got and it.
6: Five. Do you want to know how we win this game?
3: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I want to know. Tell me.
6: Here it is three defensive scores.
4: Oh
6: my God! Oh, I mean, how else? You got another half of half of a reasonable way. I mean, it's going to take two defensive scores. I said two earlier. I'm switching it to three.
1: Yeah, I mean, mean, Michigan has played nobody. Fine, Badgers stink, and the the Badgers do stink. But the Badgers also beat the nobody they played, so.
0: They didn't cover, and they still had their offensive struggle.
1: Their offense does struggle. I don't know, like anybody. The Badgers stink. Like they're they're hard, like in any line right now.
0: And I could get old takes exposed. I'm welcoming that. I'm welcoming the old takes exposed. I am welcoming the sharps to just like. This is why the Sharps are the Sharps, and I'm the fucking public Joe, and they're just going to point and laugh at me or whatever, and, like, stomp all over me. Vegas going to, like, rob me, take me for all my money. I am not fucking—I don't see any way how this is Badgers' favorite. You can talk about all the defensive metrics. I get that. I know Wisconsin's, like, number—like, top five in the country, any defensive metric you throw out there. Like, they get pushed on the line. It doesn't fucking matter when Graham Mertz is Graham Mertz is taking snaps with Wisconsin Badgers. I don't see you're a favorite against an undefeated team coming to your building. I don't care if home field advantage, whatever. It's not happening in my eyes. That's why I have I have Michigan two ways. I took a Michigan uh, when they're favored. I took Michigan plus one and a half when it's plus one and a half. I might think about teasing this game because there's no way that Wisconsin's winning by over a touchdown in this game. I don't like recommending teasing college football, but how are the Badgers going to win by? If they're going to win, they're not going to win by fucking a score or two scores if I, tease, I put in a 10-point teaser. But I don't know if I'm going to do that yet. I'm, I'm just talking right now. But I don't see it happening. And I'm going to get old Texas his on this. I hope I do because I hate Michigan and I love Wisconsin because I'm a Wisconsin fan. But fuck. That's how bad the badge has been. It's, it's grammar. I can't stand it.
1: Yeah, Wisconsin
6: pretty- gets the ball to the 10-yard line against Eastern Michigan and they have to scratch and claw to get to the end zone. <laughs> and they they didn't they were 3 out of 5 in the red zone in that game. Exactly. I've no fa- I've no faith that it's going to take the defense and it's going to take like miracles. I mean a block punt. It's going to take the extraordinary. Yes, they can hold Michigan to 14-17 points. I think it would take them Five quarters to score 14 points against Michigan.
0: Exactly. Five point. It would take five quarters to score 14 points, giving the ball at the 30-yard line of Michigan.
6: You know what? I would feel different if this was a night game. The fact that this is an 11 a.m. game, I think it makes a difference to me.
0: In whose favor?
6: Any, any, anyone agree with that? Uh, in Michigan's favor.
0: If it was at night?
6: Current, current conditions, Michigan in favor. If the game was eight hours later, Wisconsin in favor. Yes?
1: I would agree. I'm still going to bet backers handle. off of principle for no reason whatsoever other than... bad
6: yeah, me too.
1: Yeah, I hate there's it. no reason I should do it? No. I hate it. Because I'm going be, to be heavy on Texas horns up this week. I'm, I'm going to be <laughs> heavy on that. <laughs> Girl, getting get to Texas Longhorns, get the horns That's up. o'clock game that I want my most attention on.
0: Okay, go ahead. Texas minus four and a half, right? What do you got?
1: Yeah, I mean Texas just put up a seventy burger, on a <laughs> shitty,
0: right.
1: and like TCU, like they're not that good. They're just not that good. Texas should just come out there and beat the shit out of them. Because then people are going to go right back to the. Oh, are they back? Are they getting back? Like this is the this is the prequel game where they're going to beat this team by four scores and they're going to look good and then they're going to play a real team, not even a real team. They're going to end up playing like Oklahoma in what probably like two or three weeks here.
0: That's the thing I was going to get into.
1: They're it's going to, Oklahoma they're, next week. It's a look ahead. No. See, Texas does a reverse look-ahead. <laughs> they beat the shit out of the team before the game. Before the look-ahead game. They're going to beat the shit out of TCU. And then come out and lay an absolute egg against <laughs> Oklahoma as the prime time everyone watches a game. And they're going to be bad. And they're going to lay an egg. And that's what happens. But they're going to come out this week and pound TCU reverse trap game.
0: Is that that how this works? Is that how this works? Usually it's the Red River rivalry or Red River shootout or showdown, whatever we're calling it these days. It's usually it's just a close game, and Texas usually covers that game, and Oklahoma is supposed to be like favored by over a touchdown in this game and they don't win. So I I think this is this could be classified as look ahead. I don't know about the reverse look ahead. Also TCU t- 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 in the last 10 years, I think, has, has the number on Texas outright. But no, they, they did look pretty good. I was just throwing out counterpoints. Grawl, I might agree with you on that. That text pick, they did look very good against Texas Tech. 70 burger, right? Yeah, That's
1: a lot of points. That's a lot of points. Yes, it is. That's a lot of beef. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> D- okay.
6: Other big games? Anybody? All
0: right. I don't have any other big games. I'm- I have other. Name's my card. Go ahead with your card. If you have a pick, you wanna you wanna give out hot? I just
6: I I just see I just see something that you guys don't apparently. The battle for the Buckeye State. We got Ohio traveling to Akron. <laughs> Ohio, a road favorite, minus nine and a half for the battle of the Buckeye State. Ohio. Bon James. Okay. Mother of presidents.
0: All right. So what side are you on there? Is this an actual library? Zips.
6: The zips plus
0: nine and a half. Okay. Mad That's Mac. what I got. Mad Max and the zips. I'll go into my next pick. Like I mentioned before in this podcast, I know I've been saying this, but i mentioned before, I am playing Syracuse plus five at Florida State. Florida State laying more than a field goal. This is historic stuff. They're four laying more than a field goal at home. So I'm on Syracuse. I'm on Cincinnati, like you said. I'm on Boston College plus fifteen. Uh, we mentioned Clemson hasn't looked good. Um, they're two and two this year, ranked twenty-five. Still don't know how that's possible. Um, Clemson's offense looks like trash. Um, we mentioned like this could be kind of like a flat spot for them now because they usually play for championships. Um, now they have no shot of making the championship. Um, I, you know, I don't. I just don't see how they cover 15 i think that's too big of a number and plus the total is 46 and a half i don't have a lot for
1: my card but i am just gonna push for boston college as the dog i think that's like the lock of the week i could be wrong but that's too many points that's all i got no analysis i just like boston college plus 15 and i like it as our darby dog I'm not saying it is going to be the dog. I'm just saying that would be my or like my pick if we're going to fade Michigan on that. Right. Yeah. The only problem against betting Clemson is there is going to be a week. You don't know when it is, but there is going to be a week where they figure it out and they look like a good team again. At some point, there is going to be a time where they just go out and score. 48 points, and the defense is going to show up like they did against Georgia and give up minimal, and it's just going to be a blowout, and everyone's going to be like, where has this been all year? They're out of
6: skill players. They're out of skill players.
1: Like, they may not have that this week. This could be another week where it's the same, and it may be another couple weeks. But at some point, you got to think that Clemson's going to figure it out. So, scary betting against them. Right. I'm with it. I, I'm
6: on the fade Clemson train right now. They're out of skill players. They really are.
1: Yeah, I I like oh shit, Bruce just gave up Grand Slam. What?
6: Oh spoiler <laughs> alert. It's still five one where I'm at.
1: Bad radio.
6: Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> is not
5: much.
1: To
6: Tied. <laughs> Tied in the bottom of the fifth wow, hour. He was looking good for a while. I don't yeah, know what happened to our girl.
1: Another Bad radio. Another
0: dog that I'm on, actually on my card, is Louisiana Tech plus 18. Uh, they are visiting NC State. Um, NC State just got beat by Clemson, or NC State just beat Clemson, so I think this could be a letdown spot. Bad actually got something. Trey looking. Turner
5: is a Dodger?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, he is. That's down. old news, but yes. So uh, NC State, uh, Clemson, they beat. They, they beat Clemson, that's kind of our Super Bowl type thing. Louisiana Tech also, not really that bad of a team, I don't believe. They were beating MC- Mississippi State uh, week one. They probably should win that game. They ended up losing 35-34. And then recently against SMU, they lost in a Hail Mary. Um, so they could very easily be 4-0 on the season. And I think 18 is too many points to be uh, to be given an Louisiana Tech here for nc state
1: yeah i'm with you
5: this. they
1: just like clemson played terrible like there's no other way to put what happened clemson played so bad so i think north carolina state gets a lot of credit but at the same time like clemson did nothing to like score points in that game to do anything Louisiana Tech. It's going to be different. Like they're going to come out and they're going to move the ball, and they're going to be doing. They're going to be trying to throw downfield and do things like that. And I don't know if NC State is that big of a favorite if they should have that many points.
0: Yeah, that's that was my thinking. I was just looking at the past schedule and what they what they produced.
1: They're not a bad team at all.
0: Yeah, that's what I like to think. Um going down my card again. I'm going to be on Fresno State minus 10.5 at Hawaii on the island. Listen. Um, mm. the- I love that pick, by the way, Ty. I
1: love that pick. I think it's tasty. A ridiculous line. Hawaii is fucking terrible.
0: Right. Dainty. It, it, yeah, Luke, I, 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 I agree with you. I think this line kind of stinks. Now, we know that Hawaii covered last week against New Mexico State. I had New Mexico State in my card. It was 17. New Mexico State uh, fails with fourth and 32 in their own territory. So then Hawaii takes advantage and runs in a touchdown um, to cover that spread. Fresno State it was an obvious letdown spot at UNLV on a short week where Hainer looked banged up after being UCLA outright. Um, I think Hainer's more healthy now. Um, UNLV was a clear letdown spot. I think they're ready for this game now and uh, gonna gonna beat Hawaii. Uh, pretty handily here. I, I love the quarterback Jay Kaner, so that was my thought process behind this pick.
1: Ty, who does uh, who does BYU play?
0: Uh, I can pull that up uh, quickly here. BYU is um, they're on to buy it. No, they're playing. They're playing right now. They're playing as we're recording. They're beating Utah State thirty-four
1: twenty. Yep, they were eight-point favorite song. Oh, okay. I, I didn't see that, that they were playing tonight. Damn it. I like BYU. I didn't see they were playing tonight.
5: My bad. But yep. I like BYU. Obviously,
1: easy to say now. I didn't even know they played tonight. The but I just saw <laughs> the line and I thought,
0: like, dude, they're legit good. I think so, What's too. This? They're 13th they're, they're good. Yeah, yeah, they're 13th in the country and they're 4 and all against... Pac-12 opponents. I know the Pac-12. It's, as I said, they're, they're a weaker conference. Well, they're 3-0 against Pac-12 opponents. They beat USF, but yeah, I mean, I think they're I think they're pretty good. And they treat us well as Dartmouth Dart Me Dog, so we're always going to be keeping an eye on BYU, so we have that there. Another one that's on my card. I'm just going to keep going down my card. I'm on Kansas State, plus 11.5. Now I know we have the Dart Me Dog, uh, but I'm going back to the spot here with Kansas State. They're at home this time. Manhattan, Kansas, Bill Snyder Stadium. Tough place to play. Oklahoma lost to Kansas State uh, outright, I believe, it was a year ago or maybe two years ago. Um, Oklahoma Oklahoma has not blown any teams out. Uh, we talked about this. Um, the point differential uh, with their three uh, FBS opponents, uh, 15 points. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna ride uh, with Kansas State here, plus 11 and a half. Too many points. Um, like I said, tough place to play. Rattler's been awful. The fans are calling for the backup or on this team, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take the eleven and a half with the Purple Cats in Manhattan, Kansas at Bill Center Stadium.
1: Ty, weren't we fading weren't we fading Kansas State last year in that game and they had like their third string quarterback in and they were making insane plays and we were on Oklahoma in that game?
0: Yeah, I mean that's, yeah, that's, I think that's the thing. That's the thing with Oklahoma. They have these stinkers once in a while. I mean, or, I mean, you, you get into it. the Big 12, you know, traditionally, the Big 12, they say no defense, whatever. And then Kansas State, sort of that outlier to me, they, they kind of muck it up. They kind of play the tough, the rough and tumble football that you see traditionally in the Big 10. And uh, this team can give Oklahoma some fits. And that, but that's what I see out of this game. The
6: Nebraska game. When not... Nebraska went to Oklahoma and really held them close. They had a shot with like two minutes left, and they lost like twenty-three to like seven, twenty-three sixteen or something like that.
0: Yeah, it's twenty three sixteen. Yep. I can't remember exactly the game, loop, but yes, I mean the the struggles with uh Kansas State has shown in the past for Oklahoma.
1: Oklahoma's another team though where you got to think at some point their offense is going to figure it out. Right. And just they're another team where it's just a scary bet because there is that chance where Rattler becomes what people thought he was going to be and throws for 450 yards and five touchdowns. And it's like, oh, shit. Like Then you're on the other side of that. You know it's happening somewhere. But it, right. once again, they, they he may not do it this week. It may be more of the same.
0: Yeah, and I, right, and the Kansas State being at home, I think is a big advantage into not that not happening in my eyes.
1: I think right. it also depends if, uh, if Skylar Thompson starts, he's able to play the quarterback for Casey. Really, if if he's playing, I think that gives him just that much more confidence. To start well, yeah, unlike what they did last week, where they just gave away the first half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they come out and play well for all four quarters. I think they are able to keep it closer than a script. All right, and then the last Ty, not to not to push. Oh, you got your last one. I was going to say we probably oh. should push it along to NFL, but you can talk about your last game. We're probably getting pretty long winded.
0: Yeah. <laughs> We are very long-winded. Sorry. I'll just go with my last game real quick here. Then we can move on. Um, I'm on USC minus eight at Colorado. Uh, I think Colorado, Colorado's offense is very bad. They average 85 passing yards a game. Um, that's terrible. Minnesota shut them out. Then they Minnesota lost to Bullion Green. So I'm just going to take USC laying the eight at Colorado because they can't throw the forward pass. That's my card thus far. I'm waiting on some other things, too. I'm waiting for the Mississippi State game. Uh, we're going to be discussing Darby Dog here late in the night and give you that in the morning when you're listening to this, too, on Twitter, at Darby2. Uh, yes, moving on to the NFL card. We can get into that. Um, I really want to start off with what they're thinking for the NFL. Hi,
1: I'll just go first because I don't know what my reception is going to be like. And you can kind of talk about some of the picks that we talked about earlier today. Um, I You can – you kind of know what I like and whatnot, but like, I'll just kind of talk about some props that I like since I had some written down, uh, Derek Henry over whatever the yardage is and over whatever the carries are, they're one and two wide receiver out. He's going to have like 26, 27 carries for buck 30 minimum. I think, uh, I think the props are like one eleven and 22 carries. I think they both go over. Um, and then, I had, uh, what else did I have? To, I had, um, freaking, I can't think right now. Oh, uh, Jake Winston over passing yards. I think it's at like 202 right now. There's just no way that he continues to just not throw the football. They can't do that. I just think he goes over 202. Uh, I don't know what it's at on our book or. Your book, or anyone's book, but I just think
6: he actually goes over whatever the prop is for that. At home, against the Giants, right?
1: Yeah, and I, I think the Giants actually have a pretty yeah. decent run run defense. I think he's going to have to throw the ball, and I just think he goes over two hundred two. He has to. Like, you cannot just throw sixteen to twenty times a game or whatever it is for one hundred and fifty yards. You cannot do that in the NFL. So
6: precisely, I, I just, I think that's a prop go for me too. Um, Those are the
1: three that I really, Ty, do you remember the other one that I talked about or no? I can't think of the other one right now off the top of my head. Uh, but those are kind of the three that I locked in on. And then just for what we love, Ty and I both love the Rams. So you can go through the slate. I don't know what my reception is going to be like, but I love the Rams and I think I love the Bucks.
5: Yes. Because
1: I don't buy the old... Belichick is going to whatever. I don't know. If the Bucs are really good. I don't think the Patriots are very good. I think the Bucks blow them out, and I think the Rams cover easy. Those are kind of my two picks that I really like. Other ones I like, but not as much as that. All yep. you guys talk, but I just don't know if I'm going to lose reception. My windshield wipers just stopped working in the rain, so that's interesting.
0: Uh, yeah, that is very interesting. Stay safe out there, live line. Thank you. Whatever, yep. Dart. Yes. All right. So. Live line mentioned the Rams, I locked in the Rams at minus four and a half. Um, now the lines is at four in my book. Uh, maybe we're getting the worst of the number here, but, uh, listen, I think I just like the Rams here. I think that I just hate cliff Kingsbury. I think the whole podcast knows and hacker nation knows I hate cliff. I think the Rams are focused. McVay has a, has a supreme coaching advantage in this game. You could say let down for the Rams after they beat the Buccaneers. Like they're all hyped up for this, but I'm just going to say, uh, It's a division game. Like, they need this game. Um, Stafford has been waiting for games like this. He's been waiting to be on a relevant team. Uh, So he's going to be coming out ready and and ready to go. So I I, I like this for the Rams, minus four and a half. Um, Then he also mentioned the Buccaneers. I also like that game um, as well. Right now it's sitting at minus seven, minus 105 on the juice at our book. So you might be able to see that go down to six and a half. Um, I'm going to fire on the Buccaneers regardless in some way. Um, look, uh, we, we mentioned before the Buccaneers is a pass funnel defense. Uh, Mac Jones doesn't really have any weapons uh, at wide receiver. And now he just lost James White, too, as his a great pass catching back there. So I just don't see how they really move the ball. Uh, they struggle to move the ball against some of these teams. Um, you can't really run the Buccaneers. Um, Tom Brady has this game circled, not to mention Gronk probably had this game circled. I know Bill Belichick probably had this game circled too, but I think uh, Tom Brady is going to come out like you just, they got beat by the Rams and now you're going into New England. Um, it, Tom Brady's going to set the passing yards record in this game too. So I kind of like the Buccaneers in that angle as well. Anybody else have any games they really love um, or want to get into? Well, Gronk
1: is doubtful. Just a little fact there, but, Mm. I Whoa. like Kansas City really? Chiefs. Yes, really. Uh minus six and a half against the Eagles. Uh the, the Chiefs are in last place in their division. I think they fully realize that and realize they need to get it going. Yep. I, I think that the Eagles are a really bad football team. They're not Jalen Hurts is not it. He's not a good quarterback. And the Chiefs are not a good defensive team at all. But I still think they're going to be able to go out and slow down the Eagles enough to the point where the offense is going to put up 35 points. They're not going to turn the ball over three times in the first half. Right? Right. They're, They're going to score 28 points. And I don't... In the first half, I think they're going to come out and just... Start fast and be able to keep it above six and a half.
0: right Now, girl, I I, I just didn't see that any way the Chiefs lose this game. Um, so I fired fired in a two unit teaser, the Chiefs included. Of course, I got the Chiefs at minus seven, so it's minus one, and I got the Buccaneers at minus one as well. So I'm on a two unit teaser, Buccaneers. How the Chiefs lose this game and Patrick Mahomes losing three in a row like I I don't see that happening and I don't see the Buccaneers losing to the Patriots in this game either
1: and no, just, just to piggyback off of brawl too not that I, I don't know what the lines are at but like I see Patrick Mahomes going off in this game and Tyreek Hill's been like dead and I just think we got a big Tyreek Hill week coming like his classic like six for 160 and two scores or something dumb because he's really good and he's had two bad weeks and i just don't see him having three bad weeks and then also you could just go to kelsey too because i heard a crazy stat like this guy's got 10 some games in a row with over 100 receiving yards or something stupid like that like and there's no way his prop is over 100 like his prop's got to be sitting at like 70 something I, I like all Chiefs, and they don't run the ball. Like, they never – they don't run the ball at all. They just toss the rock. Mahomes is going off, and I like those two receivers too. I don't know what their props are at. I like them all.
2: Perfect.
0: Yeah, I know. I mean, I agree. Um, it comes to a point in time, It's like, when are the Chiefs going to cover a game uh, now it's at six and a half. I know it was sitting at seven. I was just a little worried about that. But, you know, I agree there. Um, other games that I was on, I, I locked in the Chargers minus three. I think it's at, is it at three and a half now? It's No, it's still sitting at three. Uh, minus 115 for the Chargers. Um, I got a minus 110. Uh, Raiders could easily be one and two. Chargers at home. I know that home field advantage doesn't mean much. It's going to be a majority loss of Las Vegas fans. I just think the Chargers are a better team. I just think they're a better team. The Raiders played two overtime games. Uh, looking for the turbo fatigue factor, the gas factor, whatever you have you. I also loves to say the fatigue in the chat, so I'm just going to shout them out for that. I just think the Chargers are a better team. Now, again, you could say the letdown spot here for the Chargers are being the Chiefs outright, but... You gotta, you're playing for first place here, right? Both teams, 3-0. Am I, am I correct? Yes. So, you're playing for first place here. For uncles, also 3-0. The you know
6: Chiefs taking up the rear?
0: Yes. 1-2.
6: Oh, 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 no, no, no. There's been an error. The Los Angeles Chargers are 2-1. and one. They suffered a loss to the Cowboys. That's
0: right. I'm an idiot. Yes. We, we, we talked yeah, about Yeah,
6: I seconded it. You jump, I jump, Ty. We know that.
0: Moron. Moron. Didn't get it right.
6: Hey, my week started off betting the Cincinnati Bengals minus seven and a half. That was the first time in my lifetime I've seen them favored by that many points.
0: I don't. I, Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Just, just to be said, I had I had Bengals on Survivor, so it was Has to die. Yeah, it was a little sweat, but fuck now we can relax now, Mad Max. I mean never again with the Bengals, so you get them out of the way. I mean it
6: feels good betting in the Thursday game. You just keep the feedback and
1: as was a Jaguars better. I bet the Jaguars in that game with our guy. Guy. Congrats. In the third quarter. I thought there was a 100% chance that the Jags were going to blow that game. And really, I don't know how they covered to this point. I mean, they put that drive together late which really sealed the deal. But yeah. the if Cincinnati didn't stink in the first half, yes, they easily covered this game. Yes. Seven it's is bad. eleven, which is I was like, they have to win by more seven and a half. They have to win by more than a touchdown. And it's the Bengals. I know. I know.
6: Like it was a classic tale of two halves. The that, Bengals looked like doo-doo, and then suddenly the second half flips over and the Bengals are moving it. I mean Her uh, not Herbert, uh fucking uh Burroughs throwing like eight Yards on command, and the Jaguars rip off like three straight three and outs. And it wasn't an avalanche, it came down by any means. Because I mean, game winning field goal is what it took for a seven and a half point home favorite, but yeah, didn't feel good for Jaguar better at the end there, girl. I mean, I feel for you. Congrats on the win, though. I mean, that's pretty good.
0: Mm-hmm. That felt great. Yes, other game that. Other game that I resubmitted, um, Giants plus seven and a half. Now I know this sounds gross, but I'm not so much just backing the Giants that I am fading the Saints. The Saints laying more than a touchdown with Jameis Winston. Looking at the box score, too, with uh, the Patriots and Saints, the Patriots actually outgained the Saints. Uh, Jameis Winston threw a touchdown pass that was just, like, lobbed up into double coverage, and somehow the Saints came down with the end zone. Uh, so... I'm going with the Giants there. Uh, more than a more than a touchdown. Also Dan Jones is ten and four on the road against the spread. Going on the Giants.
6: Are you gonna pair that outcome with uh, Saquon Barkley over of some sort?
0: Um, I'm not sure. Probably not. Probably not because I think Saquon's a little banked up, but he just he's I going with, with the Giants.
6: He scored his first touchdown since I don't know. It's been it's been like uh, his last week he scored, and it had been a year more than a year, I think. Mm-hmm. I like the Saints in that one, but uh, it's not one of my starred bets. So, not not one of my favorite plays, but I'm I'm betting the board guy, my friend style. I did it last week. I had a good week, so you know I'm coming back.
1: Yeah, it's fun. See I I love my la- my last bets are always a big favorite parlay where you throw together a couple of money line teams that are just big favorites. <laughs> you usually get about like a 3 to 1 payout. This week I have these are all money line bets. The Titans, the Saints, the Chiefs, the Packers and the Bucks. I just don't see any way any of those teams should lose the game. I know. And That's scary, though. Last week, had won that hit, and it would have been a big winner if the extra point would have been good in the uh, Chiefs and Chargers game because I had over that, and it was a push. Because <laughs> if, if your
6: aunt had a dick, she'd be your uncle, wouldn't yeah. she not?
1: Uh, I got the push. So it's, still, it's still cash, but just not at the original odds.
0: Yeah. So that's where I'm at. I'm also looking at bears. It's minus three even right now. Um, I know. I'm just going through my picks here. It's minus three right now, even. We get down to minus two and a half. Um, I'm thinking there's no way the public's perception of the lines is going to get any better, like we just mentioned like over an hour ago at this point, I think that it took like a field goal to beat the lions. It's not have been that close. The bears look like absolute shit against a great defense though. Um, but I think where me about with this game is Matt Nagy's dunce. So I'm thinking bears at home here against the lions, Panthers plus four and a half. Again, kind of public perception. The Cowboys looked really good. Um, uh, Monday night again, it's Monday night. um, against Jalen Hurts, they had a pick six. They had a pick six there that really blew the game, blew the game uh, out of proportion there. Uh, Pins for good thus far. Vikings plus two and a half at home against those Browns. Again, it's the Browns looking like world beaters against the Bears. Vikings home dogs again. Like, they've looked – they could be 3-0 at this point. They missed a field goal to lose outright to the Cardinals. So, looking at the Vikings there. And another teaser – That hit, well, the first leg hit with the the Bengals minus one and a half, and then I'm on the Titans minus a half there to close it out. Um, Other games in the card. I know Ryan has his uh, theme teaser coming up. Ryan, are you ready to give that right now? Because I'm going to be on that. Yeah, I can give that now. Um,
2: Teaser for this week. I want to remind Hacker Nation that it's 3-0 in the air with the NFC East Special Week 1, the Cats Teaser Week 2, and the California Love Teaser Week 3. This week, my teaser, my theme teaser is called A Horse With No Name." So this week, A Horse With No name. All the teams are going to be horse themed. First, we have the Broncos plus ten against the against the Ravens. Broncos plus ten at home against the Ravens. Then we have the Colts. Yes, the Colts. I'm backing the Colts and Carson Wentz, which I hate to do. But if Carson Wentz loses by two touchdowns to the shit Dolphins, <laughs> then he should retire. <laughs> then I have the truck. Yeah! Char- Charger is named for a horse that's trained for battle. I'm hoping our Chargers can cover plus seven against their Raiders on Monday Night Football at home. And there you have it.
0: I love it. I love it. <laughs> like we said last last time, where Jesus said zero, it does not matter. We count the cash on the Steam teaser. It's 3 0. Listen to Rhino. Submit that bet. I, I haven't submitted. I haven't
1: submitted right now. Just submit it. Click the submit button. Yeah, I'll wait till I win a couple bets so I can put a max bet on that. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking dude, I mean, come on. I mean the
2: the bet I'm most worried about in that one is Carson Wentz and the Colts covering twelve against the Dolphins. Oof.
1: I was gonna take the Colts money line, but I think
2: I mean the Colts if you lose this team, you're own whore. And you were close to making the playoffs last year. You're on four.
1: First three games. They had the toughest first three out of any team in the NFL by far. Yeah.
6: I right, know. I like that, though. I'll, I, I'm jumping on that with you. I got Indy indie money line just rolling the straight owner. money line with them. I like the under two. Love
1: that. Love that, Love that too. Only I- game that scares me in this is the Broncos. The Broncos are untested. Yeah. Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson could run
2: over them. Yeah. What I'm hoping for is I love Lamar, but I'm hoping that he wants to just sit in the pocket and turn the ball over a couple times by throwing it because he's done that so far this year. He's thrown a lot of interceptions. Um, He's turned it over a lot this year, more than he would like to. I'm hoping he can turn it over today or Sunday and give the Broncos some good field position and some opportunities to score points. I like the Chargers a lot because the Raiders are three and all. Mm-hmm. And they've won games that they should not have won, like the Ravens <whistles> and the Dolphins. And they beat the, they beat the Dolphins in overtime. And the Steelers, that game was just shit because the Steelers actually suck with Big Ben. So, the, Steelers, or the Raiders could actually be one, two. I like the Chargers at home. My night football. Herbert is Herbert is a good young quarterback. And the Chargers are going to charge. I know that. And the Raiders are going to raid. So, there you have it. It's, I'm thinking it's going to be a close game. So, I'm not afraid of teasing, teasing across zero in this game. Yeah. I think it's going to be close. Right. A field goal game down the stretch. I
0: like it. I like it. Like I said, it locked it up. I locked it up. Uh-huh. The uh, good thing about that Colts game, that total is sitting, I think it's the lowest on the board, 42. It's the lowest. Oh, no, the, the Lions and Bears are the lowest on the board. But 42, you're getting 12 points mm-hmm. there like that. And the Ravens and the Broncos are at forty-four and a half. So a lot of points, a lot mm-hmm. of points. And all we know, to two gloves. All he does is cover. So, you know, ATS, the Broncos, so you know, on the year in the 3 you know, ATS. Yep. And we.
2: That yep. my theme teaser is in trouble if Lamar decides to just run all over the place. Now, if he decides to throw it, he's—I'm going to say—he's much better at running than throwing. So, if he—if sh- he runs more than he throws, we're in trouble. If he throws more than he runs, I think we're okay.
0: Amen. Amen. Anything else in the card, boys? I went through my card. Got the theme teaser in there. We got the. We got Dart Me Dog discussion on the college football side. Like I said, we'll have that submitted at Dart Me Two on Twitter. Anything else to wrap up uh, NFL or anything
1: The Only thing I got college football wise, Charlotte plus ten and a half at Illinois. I think Ooh. Illinois stinks. I think Bielema is gonna press this game. He's gonna he's gonna try and do way too much. When he, they, I don't think Illinois would be as bad if they just did what they did in the first game they played this year, where Mm -hmm. they were able to keep it close. I think he's going to try and be tricky and he's be like, oh, we should beat this team in Charlotte. Charlotte's not terrible. Ten and a half points, a lot of points, especially for a team that just likes to lose football games.
0: Perfect. Perfect
6: Mad Max closing God i let that go. Yeah, yeah. Hackers, I have a hold your nose. Pick of the week for you.
0: And this
6: is a stinker. Oh man, this is a horrible game. This is a horrible game. And if you're thinking at all, you know where I'm going with this. Thought about making um the Falcons, a prerequisite for the Hold Your Nose pick of the week. Um, I since went to Cincinnati and Pittsburgh last week, so I guess the whole Atlanta theme with the Hold Your Nose is not quite applicable, but I'm going back to Atlanta this week. And my pick is Washington and Atlanta, under 475 half. That game is going to stink so much worse than 48 points. It is going to be ridiculous. And you can take that to the bank under 47 and a half.
5: a baby. baby.
0: Rhino baby. That is ankle? the hold your
6: nose pick of the week.
0: a baby. I, I like that. I like that too. You know, Atlanta home dogs against Washington and Heineke. I mean, what is this? This is where we're at right now in the Matt Ryan era. But yes, I like that. It's definitely all your nose. Drink.
2: Anything? Uh, I was in thoughts. Um, just finished up watching Iowa and uh, Maryland here. Um, I was watching the ticker tape go across. The Arizona Diamondbacks are fifty-five games back <laughs> <laughs> of the Giants. I'm it's just wondering how what winning? fifty-five. <laughs> I'm just wondering at what point as a manager, we turn and look in the mirror and say yeah, this is I'm gonna be gone.
6: I'm done. The double nickel? (laughs)
2: Dude, that's two months of winning baseball games and then losing baseball games. 55 games is embarrassing. Is that more games than they've won this season? Yes, it is. They've won 50. Oh, my God.
1: What? the, At what point, the, the
6: Brandon Jennings? Yeah, I'm done. Golden oh. State Warriors.
1: Yeah, relegate, relegate. The junior sale? Bring up the Savannah <laughs> Sand Nats, I think. Yeah, the Savannah. Banana. The Terrell Suggs. Yeah, the, the Devil
0: Nick. <laughs> Holy shit! The right. Lance Briggs. That's the great quoting. All right. Yeah, okay. I guess that's where we'll kind of end this definitely looking forward to this weekend uh saturday sunday saturday you're listening to this and then next weekend getting into the playoff baseball too got really long in this podcast we're sitting at, at two hours and 45 minutes in this thing but uh thanks for listening uh thanks for joining us muff fun Scroll on your debut love to see it um thanks for joining us live on nuke on the road and uh, uh mad max to join us ha- um in the pod too as well Love to see the participation of the boys. Like I said, looking forward to this weekend. Uh, Peace out, boys. Late.